fucked it up already. He tried to catch me off guard before we even started the podcast. Uh, again, I'm always reminded every week, I don't know why the fuck we're doing this. But here we are back in the house again. Um, my name is Adam. Uh, Danny is to my left. Hey. And Keith is to my right. The position is very important. It's, it's unimportant because the people listening... They don't really care where you're sitting. But I could I, be like, but I'm your right hand man. There you go. You got it. You're a man with a plan. Oh, you know what? A really random question I want to ask her off the bat. Danny, do you watch the show Last Man Standing? The Tim Allen show? That's the one with Tim Allen? Yeah. Uh, I did before. Like, okay. A couple years I didn't, back. I didn't know if you had uh, recently seen that they had a crossover episode where um, he had Handyman in his home and it was Tim the Toolman Taylor. Ah. So there was a double Tim Allen on the screen. I did watch a two-hour documentary about um, home improvement not too long ago. Oh, was it interesting? Yeah. Shit I already knew for what the were most some part. Of the, what were some of those interesting things you took from the documentary? <laughs> um, that um, So I didn't know that originally they casted the wife. Uh-huh. She was someone different at first, and she just did didn't work that. out. Who was it? Interesting. I couldn't even remember. I, I don't, couldn't tell you. I didn't know who she was. Where's that in the pantheon of your like favorite television shows? Home uh, Improvement. It's up there, man. It's it really is. Behind King of the Hill and whose line is it anyway? Ooh. Right? Oh, no. You're one A. I thought I called that right. No, I apparently That's pretty not. Pretty good. King of the Hill is a classic. Whose line is your favorite though, right? I remember you really liked that back in the day. Maybe you soured on it. I think you might have soured on Can it. Can I be honest with you about something? And you yeah. might tear my head off. You don't I like have whose line. never seen an episode of King of the Hill. Not one. I understand. I, I'm not into the animated. No, but I like Mike Judge. I used to love yeah. Beavis and Butthead, and I yeah. love Office Space. Um, same thing for me in a different way. I really enjoy uh, Seth MacFarlane. Right, that's his right. name. Yes. But I don't guy. really care for any of the shows that he does. No. Like, Have you seen I, the I, movies he's done? Uh, no. Oh. A million ways to die in the West, or whatever. A thousand ways to die in the West is very funny. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's very. But vulgar. his interviews and everything, I'm like, this guy is freaking hilarious. A. Eh? You never but, seen Ted? Yeah, I did see Ted. That yes. is pretty funny. Yes, he's the voice, right? He's the of voice the, of the bear. Yeah. yeah, he created it as well, right? Directed. Yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I would think anything that Seth MacFarlane is in, he probably he, created. And yeah, and to think when you really think about it, in like 2005, that show was canceled, Family Guy. So like, and it got brought back. It was like the first instance of like what happens today with like Netflix, where people like fall into stuff after the fact. Like people have fallen into like Arrested Development as a show that got brought back because everyone saw it on Netflix, thought it was great. But when it was on, it got canceled. So it's very weird. And that kind of happened with Family Guy. And now Family Guy is like, if it was canceled now, people would be like, why were you canceling Family Guy? Bring back freaks and geeks, right? (laughs) Those guys are all way too popular and way too famous. It would never. No, like they could do it. But the problem is that show is like, it was literally about teens. So yeah, no, yeah. yeah. But no, it's just the fact that, that show, like one season and all, it got famous, what, 10 years after those guys? Like, after oh, Wrestling Development after came back, canceled. I don't really ever think that anything is ridiculous about getting brought back because everyone on Wrestling Development became very famous after that show and they still brought it back. How many years are we past Dexter? They're bringing that back. Yeah, I mean. And it ended pretty. <laughs> it's pretty obvious that people in Hollywood and whatnot have no original ideas. No. No. Have I uh have I talked yet about this uh, the Denzel Washington Rami Malek movie on last here last week? Last did week. I did I say more than it sucks? That's all I said, right? Uh, you said it really sucks. It's it's a very, very bad movie. Yeah, there's, and I'm just gonna paint you a picture of this scene at the end of the movie. 
and this is a spoiler, so don't see this movie anyway, but here's a spoiler for the movie. At the end of the... So Jared Leto is the killer in the movie. If you see the trailers and you look at Jared Leto, you're like, yeah, he's the one that's probably the killer in the movie. At the end of the movie, he just walks outside to Rami Malek, who's a cop that's like investigating him, and he goes, get in the car. I'll take you to the body. And he's like, sure thing, guy. Let's go. And he gets in the car and drives with him. I don't know what the plan was for this killer, like what he was planning on doing to the cop. And, and then it just turns into this just cavalcade of nonsense. At one point in the movie also, Rami Malek calls Jared Leto's house and says, hey, man, sorry we interrogated you today. Would you like to meet me at the bar for a drink just so Denzel can sneak into the house and investigate his home? Oh, okay. Okay. These are all things that happen in this movie where you're like, okay, it's the writing is so bad that it's unforgivable I'm how lo- terrible this Jared movie Leto is. Is Jared Leto also a cop? No, he's he's the killer. Yes, but they don't know he's the killer. You know pretty much the moment you see his character that he's the killer. But does Rami Malek and Denzel Washington know? I mean, they pretty much suspect him. Okay, okay. Oh, you would know a lot, lot more about law enforcement than I do. There's also a scene in the movie where early on, uh, there's a girl in the beginning of the movie who's running away from a mysterious figure who we don't know who he is. And then later on, they're, they're, uh, they bring her to the police station to ID the suspects. And they bring Jared Leto's character, and she sees him in handcuffs. And so they say, well, now we can't... Now she can't ID him because yeah. she's seen him in handcuffs. Is that a real thing? That's, yeah, that's okay. factual, yeah. Because it seemed really ridiculous at the time. No, no, no. That, no, that makes sense, yeah. Because then she's going to associate him with already being a criminal so when she sees him in the lineup with the other five cops, but what if she but what if she actually saw people. what the guy looked like what if she actually like like what if i saw you and like yeah this guy tried to kill me just because i see him in handcuffs doesn't take away the fact that he's the one that I tried mean, to yeah, kill me yeah she just couldn't id him in a police lineup that shouldn't be able to stop her from being able to identify him in court or yeah. in any other fashion and that happens too in the police lineup they yeah. oversee that well, shit it, well yeah a lot of times like they'll put like one Polaroid picture and then four other police booking photos and the person will pick the Polaroid. Well, that'll get thrown out because that was a Polaroid and it was different than the other set of pictures in the lineup. So, like, that's not ridiculous, but... I did see a movie with Denzel uh, the other night at work. I can't remember the name of it, but Eva Mendez, is that her name? Yes. I don't the one from it. Hitch, right? Yes. God, she's hot. Is that... Uh, Eva Mendez, uh, she is... I can't... I'm trying is she to think of Training Day? Was no, that, no, that, no, 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 no. It's like the Equalizer or something like that. It's a movie where they're in Florida, right? Isn't that the movie they're bringing back or the TV show with Queen? No, 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 no. That, uh, the Equalizer is that movie, but I don't think that's the movie that he was in with her. Oh, the fucking okay. Dean Cain was in there. Oh, yeah. Dean Cain is pretty much canceled these days. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's oh, okay. been... Uh, I'm out of loop. He's, yeah. He's, he said some stuff. Um, I liked um, him as Superman, though, so whatever. Yeah. I, Out of Time is the name of the movie. When I th- Out of Time, yes. When I think it. of Dean Cain, I think of like Lifetime movies. So, Superman. I think of Superman. Superman. Yeah, that's yeah. really what I think of. But yeah, so that was just... I just wanted to... You know, because I feel like there's just so many movies and TV shows that are just unoriginal. Like, this movie was trying so hard to be Seven. Yeah. And I'm like, guys, the thing that made Seven so awesome is that you literally didn't know who the killer was until like the last 15 minutes of the movie. And... Kevin Spacey was in it and he's you know he <laughs> stole the last 15 minutes of the movie regardless of what you think about Kevin Spacey I was say he's been cancelled now too yeah, <laughs> yeah I know, I knew he that, actually yeah. did some shit <laughs> no that, oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't say it was wrong that he was cancelled it was just noting that he was also cancelled yeah 
So yeah, so but the, but that last like fifty minutes of that movie is incredible, and he's makes it that yeah. way. But the rest of the movie is good too. Um, yeah. But speaking of convoluted filmmaking, did you see M Night Shyamalan's trailer for his new movie? It looked so. <laughs> so let me let me let me. Ask I can't you. I can't even explain. So no, I'm gonna explain it to you pretty easily because I saw it very quickly. So, Danny, imagine that you go to. You take your family out. You're like, hey, Donna, we're going to go to La Jolla Cove today. We're going to go to the beach. We're going to have a day, a beach day with the family. All right. So it's you, your sons, your daughter. You're all going to the beach. Yeah, I got a lot of kids. Then You do have a lot of kids. There's a lot of sex (laughs) going on in your life. Yeah. Um, So imagine you get to the beach. You're hanging out. An hour passes. A young boy who's now in his 20s walks up and says, hey, dad. And you're like, who are you? You're like, dad, it's me, Danny. Your son aged 20 years in an hour. That's the plot of M. Night Shyamalan's movie. Interesting. Families are aging quickly on this beach and no one knows why. Yeah, everyone's getting old. But am I aging or just the kids? Yes, you are aging as well. Okay, but I don't know it. You're going to be like, what do you, what do you, why you look so old, Dad? What do you mean? And you're going to look down, you're going to have like pale skin. It seemed like lost, but with aging. (laughs) I, I, I I couldn't even really give it a fine assessment. But uh, trying too hard. That's an example of that. Trying way, way, way. That is a mind fuck, though, <laughs> thinking about that. He's trying something original, at least. I mean, at least it's That's not what you want like, it, damn it. Le- at least he's not remaking Signs, his own movie. Like. No, but there's like people that have like wanted a sequel to that movie, and I'm like... A sequel? I'm like, I guess... But that's like making a sequel to Independence Day. Pour water on Alien. Like, I hate movies that do this one thing. Independence Day. They killed all the aliens. They made a second Independence Day. No, they didn't. There was a whole another group of them. Then they're all coming back because they all prepared for the last time. You're like, what? Just don't kill them all next time in the movie. Just have a thing where you don't kill all the well, aliens. They just killed all the aliens on the one spaceship. So maybe all presumably the aliens- that would be all the aliens, you'd think. No, well, no, there's a whole planet full of aliens where they came from. Now, to their credit, did they know they were going to make it a second? I feel like when they made that first movie, they were mm-hmm. like, we're probably going to make another okay. one. But then they like were like, oh, we go, we don't have Will Smith? Let's go for it anyway. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. No, 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 no. Don't do that. No, we're going to make this movie. But Will Smith's not going to be in it. Oh, no one's going to see it because you're saying Bill Pullman and Jeff Goldblum are your stars. Yeah. This isn't 1998 anymore, no. guys. We can't make movies with these people. Jeff Goldblum is like that, uh, that gimmick actor now that everyone's like yeah i like jeff goldblum yeah yeah really but he you're not gonna have him put the star of a movie at this point you're gonna have him come into a comedy for 30 seconds or a minute do the or in jurassic world yeah yeah. like yeah so the next jurassic park movie is the final jurassic park movie essentially so they're bringing everybody back doubt it (laughs) so they're bringing back the guy with the hat then the woman from the first, everyone from the first movie, <laughs> the little kids. Oh, you already the blonde made this. girl. I saw she was working the at Target girl and the kid at Grossmont. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. It's like old Justin Incredible working at an Olive Garden. <laughs> oh, okay. I didn't get what you're doing. You guys are making a no, joke that no this, one's going to get. This one broad at Target pissed me off because I essentially made my own schedule. Mm-hmm. I showed up on my off days, so they would send me home because they wouldn't let you work. So you remember this gross month. I just showed yes. up whenever I wanted. Yeah, yeah. So she that was making your own schedule to Danny, just yeah. showing up whenever yeah. he felt like so it. So she, she, she <laughs> said, oh, well, at least I show up or something. And I said, hey, you're fucking the bitch from Jurassic Park. <laughs> and everyone just. 
They're like, oh, fuck. They're like, what? The only memory I have from Danny from the Grossmont Target, and this is because Danny was never really there, to be honest, when I was there. Um, There was one night when I was standing in that big stock room where the truck came in. No one who's listening knows what the fuck I'm talking about. But anyway, I don't even know what Grossmont is. There's a it's 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 a it's a target in San Diego. And Danny and I and Keith at one point worked there. There's a room where the truck comes in where they unload the truck. Anyway, so Danny would work in this back part of that room where and whenever I'd Keep come him in away from everybody. Ex- exactly. <laughs> Wherever whenever I'd come in, Danny would do his Randy Orton pose or whatever he would do. So one night he was doing it. But I was looking the other direction, and my boss was looking at him. And I just remember my boss in the mid-conversation just looking so confused. Like, what the fuck? And I turned around, and it was Danny doing the Randy Orton pose to him. And I was like, I don't know what's <laughs> For happening. About five minutes. For I about five that. minutes, yeah. But it, it is, Danny needed glasses. He just couldn't tell it wasn't you. It, it is pretty funny, though, because I remember uh, the one time we were at the San Diego SmackDown, and I texted you on one of those old ass cell phones. Yeah. Uh, give me the Orton pose. If you want to go to Denny's or whatever, yeah. IHOP, And I just, I watched you the whole time. And then I, you looked up and just did it across the arena. And I think this was during SmackDown. Yep. And I'm just like, cool. Going to Denny's. We're going to, I mean, is there a wrestling show that we went to that we didn't go to Denny's afterwards? No. But anyway, uh, Danny, how was your week? Anything eventful happen? If nope. not, we'll move on. Keith, nope. anything eventful happen? No, no, nothing. Nope. Okay. Um, the Super Bowl was this weekend. Yeah. So we can start off with that. Um, I doubt you watched a second of it. I I watched uh, a little bit of the third quarter. Okay. Okay. And by then I was like, mm, I should have put money on this shit. Really? Do you think you would have won money if you would have yeah. bet? Yeah. Yeah. That seemed to be the trendy thing that that day was everyone was like putting their money in on Tampa. Which I was actually- going to ask you. I really was beforehand like hey uh can i put money on this uh you, but at the point i i think you would have made money because i think before the game the bucks were still underdogs by like three okay. points so you would have made some money but i probably would have told you to put money on the chiefs because i was oh, okay. i was presuming the chiefs were gonna win it was a very i couldn't bet game. against brady yeah, there was a very okay. different game than what i expected yeah. it was a very ugly game yeah it was not entertaining at all i thought People's appeal of this day is the commercials, and I thought most of the commercials sucked. There was a couple of like, like, uh, trailers for TV shows I'm excited about that came on, but I'm like, I've already seen some of those trailers yeah. and whatnot. But yeah, like there was that one like Cheetos commercial with Mila Kunis when I was like, that was an interesting one. I don't and, and Shaggy I saw, and I saw that. Yeah, I saw that on like YouTube or something. Yeah, they a put because they yeah. because they. They spend all this money on these yeah. commercials. They're not just going to put them on the Super Bowl and hope you see them, because most people watching this game are drunk. Yeah, so they're by not the gonna... third quarter, they're not going to remember any of yeah. these commercials. But yeah, so of the game that you saw, Danny, did you enjoy the game? Did you have any opinions? No on the opinion. Game? I just looked at the score and said, "Should have put money on it." Damn yeah, it. that yeah. was it. Football no. man. Yeah, no, it was another impressive Brady Super Bowl. Brady himself, who now has more Super Bowl rings than any franchise, yeah. which is just <laughs> pretty much says it all. And as we were, I think we were talking about it last week or two weeks ago, that basically if he wins here, it solidifies him as yeah. we go, even though he was already like the argument is basically it, it can't be made against him. So, yeah. And I still saw a couple of people. Uh, I follow 
I posted something on Facebook and I got a couple of responses yeah. from people and I'm just like, I, I don't know what you guys need to see anymore. Like you're just being like haters. He like, deflated footballs into, I'm just, it's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so well, it's weird. like in the baseball thing. It's like the Yankee, like trying to convert someone to not believe that the Yankees are world series champions since, you know what I mean? Like, yes, they've won. 27, 28 championships, 27. but nothing since 2009. So the argument is invalid. But there's like a particular so. animus against Tom Brady, like the individual. It's like, cause it's not like just cause the Patriots like, no, now he's on the bucks and like, no, we still hate Tom Brady. Like, yeah, at this point it's gotta be the woke crowd trying to cancel him because oh, of stupid I, things. I, I saw a ton of, woke twitter doing that like oh tom brady wins on black history month this is terrible and i'm just like yeah i get like i, I everyone's entitled to their own opinion so like you can you can think whatever you want but like you can also i hope that you feel the same way when you listen to me and i share my opinion and you go okay well but that's not how it works usually it's if i say something to the contrary contrarian yeah. opinion it's looked at as either hateful racist or whatnot yeah like, but i'm just saying, it's football like what is how does any of that have like there was a ton of sport, it and I'm sports just, to me is a fucking game that's what it, it will always sport. be let it be yeah. a game let it be a sport like because here's the thing like if i have kids someday i'm gonna want to take them to these games and maybe i don't want my kids to hear the things you're saying because i don't want them to get the opinion that of yours i want them to make their own opinion I don't want you bombarding them with your opinions and your political anecdotes at a baseball game where I'm hoping to just go take my son or daughter to a game to enjoy. They go, they go to public school for that. Yeah. <laughs> well, I've done that many times with uh, Padre games. I'm like, this is like, I don't even want to go here sometimes just because all the negative crap that you hear, you're like, I don't want my five-year-old to be exposed to that I in that atmosphere. Yeah. You know. I remember when I was like 14 or maybe 13 and we went to a chargers versus Pittsburgh Steeler game and like literally fights uh, my first pair of tits. <laughs> so it's just like, yeah, were like, they, nice? yeah, like they were, were they built for they speed were nice. or they comfort. Were, uh, built, built for comfort, comfort. Definitely. What'd you do? But, you motorboat? <laughs> you motorboat? No, it was, it was too, too far away. Yeah. This 13 yeah, year old. Got it. <laughs> But no, try getting jerked I was saying say, no matter what, those sort of sports venues are never going to be great places for young yeah. people. So it's like, yeah, it's part of the whole process. Sorry, I'm just recovering from Danny's uh, wedding, crash, wedding crashers. See, now I'll line. listen back to that part. <laughs> it's about, so that'll count for one It's view. about 18 minutes in. That's, just a, view. So you know. That's a view then. So, It'll probably about 19 minutes in because the intro. Yeah. Whatever the intro song is going to be for this week. We'll see. We'll see when we get there. Whatever comes up. Whatever comes up. Random shit comes up, and then we, uh, well, we're 19 minutes in. This is the random podcast to be named later. Hey. That's the name of the show. If you're listening, thank you. Uh, tell everyone else to listen. <laughs> I don't care if you listen to the whole thing. Put it on. Let it run. It counts as a view. All we need is the listens. That's all we care about. Put it on in the background while you draw. Draw? I, I, that's draw. not what I thought draw. you were going to say. Color. Draw. You started with a J, yes. and I thought you were going to go in a different <laughs> direction. I was like, <laughs> you jerk off. Damn I, I, I mean, if you feel like pleasuring yourself to the voices of me, Keith, and Danny, then so be it. But I would, suge I would suggest against it. <laughs> the weirdest it. fetish I've yeah. ever heard of. Danny makes a sound that might get you going. So <laughs> it's possible. 
I mean, uh, maybe the talk of motorboating really got somebody excited. <laughs> yeah, you motorboating son of a bitch. Uh, what's your favorite Vince Vaughn movie? Is it Wedding Crashers? Probably Wedding Crashers, yeah. Do you have like a, a Mount Rushmore of Vince Vaughn movies? Ah, I see what you're doing here, but no. Okay. Uh, well, maybe we'll do it one week. We what, will. What's that one where he goes on vacation with Jennifer Aniston? That's my favorite. Oh, Couples Retreat. I was kidding. Couples Retreat. <laughs> I was no. just joking. The movie he does with Jennifer Aniston is called The Breakup. It was, uh, the breakup. it was yes, literally yes, about yes. two people who are broken. I think I've mixed up two different I movies, no, but I don't be, care. To be, to be, not, I don't watch a lot of films. To, to be honest, like that was actually a pretty original premise for a movie. Most movies are like, hey, let's watch these two people fall for each other. This movie's like, hey, this is what happens when they break up. Like, didn't you know, that win more like, realistic? Thing. An, I don't think an it won. Oscar? I don't think it won. No, fuck. No, 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 no. That not, not, not that fucking movie, Oscar. but a movie about a divorce with Adam Driver and that one. Uh, they were nominated for some oh, stuff. I'm like, yeah. didn't they get no- a movie about a divorce got nominated? <laughs> Culture is a change. <laughs> I mean, it's it, you, you don't have to live under a rock to know that divorce is pretty common oh, in this yeah. country. I, I'm, like, that's, that's it's, you know, I, yep. and I'm speaking to a child of divorce, so I, you know. Hey, me too. No, you're not. You're the only one who's a child of divorce. Oh, oh, you okay? My you're parents not were never married. Okay, I was born out of a hookup. I thought I thought you were no, yes. Nope. No, uh, the the man my mother's married to is the only person she's ever married to. Danny's parents have been married since 1922. 53 years, some of my yeah. my mom has enough divorces for both of your parents. <laughs> well, she won't be listening anymore. <laughs> she will not. She's not listening anyway. And if she did, she'd just tell Keith, "What are you doing up at 2 a.m.? Get a life." I don't know. She she should be able to laugh at that. That was good. Yeah, why not? I enjoyed it. Um. So this yeah the Super Bowl, which is yeah. which we delved off into a completely different direction. So uh, this is more of a Keith and I conversation. That's fine. But, uh, I'll just sit here uh, drink my. This uh, leads to a very interesting off season we've got going we've got coming up where we might have the highest turnover of quarterback play in the NFL, like history of the NFL. We've we've already had one big trade where Matthew Stafford was traded to the Rams. Uh. Looks like Carson Wentz, Wentz is going to get traded yep. in a couple of days. The Deshaun Watson thing, TBD. Sam I, Darnold. Darnold is not TBD. Gonna, yeah. uh, Jaguars are getting a new quarterback. Jaguars the Bears are getting, quarterback. are getting a new quarterback. Panthers are getting a the new Rogers quarterback. The Rodgers thing is Patriots. going to hang up there all offseason. That was the weirdest one I've heard all offseason is Aaron Rodgers. What's going to happen with him? And you'd think uh, the, he's been to a, another championship game one away from a Super Bowl yeah. same old Aaron Rodgers like probably be back next year doing the same shit the Saints are gonna have a new QB Saints will have an I mean yeah they'll have Hill but that still counts as no, like a new, King Jameis King Jam. either way it still counts as a new one right because it's a new starting quarterback yeah. so yeah this is the official podcast but, no. of Jameis Winston just so everybody there knows. is a Patriots I, I don't know if I said the Patriots I think you did uh, um, 49ers possibly possibly but if the four like if the 49ers do anything it's going to be just swapping, swapping quarterbacks with another team. Yeah, it's like Miami. The Vikings but, might have another QB. But, that's a little, but it's still going to count because these are all going to be new starting yeah. quarterbacks. So it could be, what, I read as many as 20. And I'm just like, yeah. So there's, yeah, there's a lot. More teams than not. Yeah. There's a lot of turnover. going to be a lot of turnover in the NFL this season. And we'll see what happens. How uh, do the moves work in that offseason? Like, do they happen pretty quickly? They ha- or no, they the NFL out? is the sport where I think the moves happen. No, basketball probably is the quickest, but football... Like football free agency March seventeenth, I think it starts. Draft, right? Literally, yeah. Oh, the draft's in like April. April. Um, but like March seventeenth at midnight, like 
there's already a flurry of moves before yeah. the midnight hits. You know all where these moves. yeah, you know where guys are signing, like, where they're going before a guy got traded before the Super Bowl. Yeah, like they're yeah. not allowed to trade until March, but they can still make moves. Yeah. Whereas, ba- but basketball is different. Like basketball, people are getting signed like a month before free agency. They're just not announcing it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, it's not like baseball that takes forever. And that's, I think, the appeal because that was the big thing, great thing about this year during all this shit that was going... Literally, it was in March when everything was shut down. There were no sports at all. There was no TV, live TV. There, there was, was no cornhole on ESPN. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, so darts. The football free agency and Tom Brady, coincidentally, yeah. going to the Patriots, that was the- saved. It gave talk radio shows hours of things to talk about now and he rewarded them he rewarded them at the end of the season by giving them a super bowl so he returns he's coming back to tampa yes yeah he's signed a two-year contract so he'll be back next year okay and then after that who knows he could be back but if they win again like if you win again it's like why stop it's the it's jordan of the bulls what he wanted to do anyway it's like we just won a title why are we going to stop now why rebuild now this is a whole analytical football thing but guys that play for bruce arians usually play better in their second season in that system it's like historically guys have done that so as good as he was this year well it's a comfort level thing yeah as good as he was this year there's a possibility he could be better next year and that's a lot of what everyone was saying towards what after the bye week, around ten games in the yeah. seasons when they trimmed the playbook, got all their plays that they were doing good, cut the shit that they weren't doing well. I'm like, yeah, like they, they were literally that's just part of getting comfortable with each other, and it'll just continue. Yeah. They into let the Brady take control essentially too. Yeah, they gave Brady more control of the offense. Well, it but is it Arians leaving? There is a rumor that he was going to retire, but I feel like maybe he'll stay one more year. I you think you would have heard something well. by now, but you never know. The way this stuff goes with people like COVID, like they're gonna take their time. I really enjoyed that meme where it's like earlier in the season where he's has that Brady has that far off look and the bottom's like I made a Barstool. huge yeah. mistake. And then fast forward to this shit like I mean, that. in hindsight the Patriots look mighty dumb running him out of town. Yes. yes. <laughs> do you, do you <laughs> follow uh freezing cold takes? No. You should. No. It's a very funny it's basically it like it basically like Everyone who has a shitty, shitty take, they'll retweet it after that thing that they said was never going to happen. Ago, yeah. So, like, con- oh, okay, yeah. they're consistently, there's a lot of Brady ones because there was guys that said five years ago he yeah. was done. Like, yeah. unequivocally, he was done. The, the Patriots Brady era were done. Is over, yeah. And he's still playing. He's on a different team. I mean, I, tra- I dropped him from my fantasy team that year because I bought into that shit. That was, yeah. that was the beginning of my distrust of the media. It ruined my fantasy year. <laughs> Well, <laughs> no, but sports media is just as unreliable as regular media. Oh, it's, it's just as biased. Like, um, and Danny, I don't know if you heard this, but uh, the baseball has uh, approved some of the rules from last year. Okay, see, and I saw that, but I didn't know if it was official. So, so what I read was they can at any point. Basically, they 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 put this into play now so that they can ensure that the season will be 162 games. But basically, it looks so dumb because it's everything that everybody hated about last year, the rules, and the only thing they got rid of was the universal DH. So the one that most people yeah. want. So they so so again, but I do like the seven inning doubleheaders. I like those. I feel like those are helpful to the players and doesn't like you can burn out a pitching staff in one day playing a doubleheader. If one of those doubleheaders goes to eleven yeah. innings, fuck. 
that's not one of those rules that I'm willing to die on. Like I, the runner on second, I hate I, it. I, I think it's I think the it's worst the worst shit. rule. That's the worst thing. I've ever it's but again, it's one of those things that maybe it makes the games end quicker. But I'm like, it it is what it is. Like, give them bigger rosters. Yeah. Make bigger rosters if that's what you're gonna do. So 26. I think this year they've approved 27. Thing? 27. Yeah. Okay. So they're gonna add one more, which is just gonna be another pitcher yeah. for most teams. Uh, but yeah. So baseball looks like it's gonna start on time. Yeah. Um. There has been a push by uh, Biden to uh, possibly try to get the entire league vaccinated before the season starts. Um, I feel like you're going to get a lot of the people on the Twitter get upset about that. That's not athletes. fair. Why are they cutting the line? I that's, mean, that's, but, that's what they'll say. But, but, no. but then I'll say to you, okay, well, then, okay, how about those like 100,000 people or whatever it is that are like, I'm not taking the vaccine. Like, but you're eligible. Why aren't you taking yeah. it? We're throwing this I'm shit away. They're throwing it away. We're throwing sure. it away. Just like, give some to the MLB. Give some to the MLB. <laughs> give some to the NFL so they don't have to worry about... I don't have to worry about, like, on a Tuesday going, oh, shit, fucking DJ LeMay who tested positive. Give some to now Dana. Yeah, I'm tired of fucking fights getting yeah. canceled over that shit. Like, it is, you know, <laughs> it is what it is. All right, so let's move on. Um, we watched this a little bit before you guys got here. I wanted you guys to at least see it to, to like... I wasn't just talking to myself, but uh, as Cody Rhodes once said, the forbidden door is now open uh, because last week on Dynamite, Kenta, who is a New Japan contracted talent, showed up on AEW um, to for a New Japan storyline because yeah. the whole thing is he's got the contract to wrestle Moxley for the U.S. title. So... Kenta showed up and gave a GTS, which I, I knew Keith would not enjoy. Uh, and now next week, I think, or this tomorrow, or when this Wednesday, you'll have seen it by the time this podcast comes yeah. out. It's going to be Moxley and Lance Archer, which I believe is his name now. Yep. Lance Hoyt at one point. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Kenta and Kenny Omega in a hardcore match. So there'll be a lot of spotty shit. Well, but, with Omega, a lot of spotty shit. <laughs> but it, it should be entertaining. Yeah. Um, but this, it, like, when I when I when I send you guys this message, like, it was like, cool, Kenta's there. But it's more for this has bigger ramifications for when all the travel shit is gone. Yeah. Because now we might actually see guys that we like do AEW spots. A legitimate talent share, yeah. We might see AEW guys who never got to go to New Japan now go to New Japan and wrestle. Okada might. Yeah. yeah. We might see Kenny back in New Japan, which I never thought was possible yeah. because they had a really bad falling out to the point where they tried to get him banned from the country at one yeah. point when he tried to come in and wrestle for DDT after he had left. Ooh. So the feelings <laughs> there, who knows what's going to happen with that, but... Um, your reactions, Danny. Uh, Any time a company can work with another is a positive. So that's automatically what I think. So the possibilities anyway that what you had, and then now you're adding, you know, New Japan to that, which was already a, a questionable thing. I mean, they already have impact, so that's yeah. already a talent show they have going, which just the more matchups, the better. Yeah. Which I feel like for AEW, like I watch, uh, well, let me take that. I would watch that more consistently over impact for example oh yeah definitely so oh, it's definitely like because aew like i told you not that long like i'm i'm working on watching yeah like shows period like catching up on them so and they're very quietly doing this thing where they're wwe is like 
getting screwed because like now they've got impact where they're working with them. So guys aren't going to leave impact because maybe they can get to AEW. Yeah. Like why yep. would you want to go to WWE when you can just work in AEW where you know, you'll get something. Yeah. You'll be a part of something. And now if they bring in new Japan, it's like now the allure of these impact guys is maybe I'll wrestle a guy in new Japan. Maybe like, I can go to Japan, maybe get I can a tour go to Japan. in Japan, Whereas make some money that way. Yeah. Now WWE is like, they've been quietly trying to start this NXT Japan thing that yeah. they've been talking about for like seven yeah, years. years yeah. So that might happen. But at that point, like what guys are you getting to go to NXT Japan? Like you're not getting maybe the American Kaiju, maybe the American Kaiju host of the <laughs> hogs cast red and black, which drops every Thursday. See, I always Man, thought that when, when companies do work together, I always wondered if that hindered newer wrestlers coming up. So say like if someone were to get a spot at at for AEW, yeah, I mean, but, yeah, it certainly takes you know away I mean? more spots from other younger guys. But that's on better AEW. than the old. Uh, you get Goldberg coming back twice a year, yeah. taking my spot. Like to me, that's. But it also, in theory, might open up spots for those yes. younger guys to impress over there and get on their talent. Because share, say like, you say AEW may not like you at that time, but Impact. Right. Yeah. Sees you and they like. Well, you. Here's the thing exactly, with Tony yeah. Khan that I like that Tony. Sorry, Keith. This thing that Tony Khan does that I like. Everybody on their show, if you ask me about them, I can tell you what they're doing. Yeah. Even if I don't see them every week, I know what they're doing. Like I know what their characters are. I know what their stories are. Whereas in WWE, a guy shows up and I'm like, like tonight on Raw, I saw a thing where like Angel Garza is now with Miz and Morrison, and I'm yeah. like, why? I watched two yeah. weeks ago and that wasn't a thing. Why is that a thing now? I mean, that's kind of a Russoism, if I remember correctly. He was one of the ones who always preach, always have everyone doing something. Yeah. Not maybe continuity. No, that's not what I mean. That wasn't a Russo thing. Roger and the Attitude might have sucked from a like quality standpoint, right. but everybody on that show had something, something going do. on. Yeah. They were all doing something. And I mean, like, yeah, of course, the continuity and the writing was bad, but like the, Tony Khan has taken the part that worked and the smart part making sure you know what everyone is and what they're doing. Basically, <laughs> basically what I'm hoping is that like this continues. And like when fans start coming back to shows, yeah. maybe we'll get like an Okada mega match and maybe it'll be like one of the pay-per-views in Las Vegas where, you know, it's not a far go. drive for me. No, nope. not a far drive for us. Maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll go. Maybe we'll get Okada on the podcast podcast on the road. Uh, um, don't we have a, Okada scheduled for later this year. We can yeah, he's coming. We he can move him up. He actually told me that he might be able to do um, uh, February thirty uh, second. Oh, oh, so, so that's uh, episode February thirty second. Yep, yeah, February thirty second. Uh, so yeah, I I was really happy because I have not seen him wrestle in a while. Yeah, I don't think guys like like him lose their ability to do the thing they're good at. I have not watched any of his stuff in New Japan. But people have been praising it. People have been saying it's been really good. So, I, I, I've i seen a couple things. I mean, yeah, Keith brought up a point earlier, and yeah, it sounds whatever, but I don't look at him as the same Kenta from 2006. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah. that doesn't mean that he's not still good. Say, do you look at AJ now as the same AJ from 2005? No, because no. AJ's better. But, and, but, and, you see, better and you've now. seen yeah, AJ throughout the entire time yeah. with Kenta. But Kenta like, might be better, too. He could be, and but well, it depends on what you like. Like 2006, 2005, you looked at him just to beat the shit out of people right. and just complete disregard I mean, for. Once he got signed, he in a working fashion. To me, once he got signed, he disappeared into that system, and I really, I don't know if there, I've ever seen a match from him. There was a period where he was a heel in NXT, where he was wrestling like old Kenta, where he was being really stiff and yeah. beating the shit out of people. 
So if there's any return of the stiff Kenta, I'm sure it's a new Japan. I'm sure he's been wrestling. That yeah. Style. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's not like I'm not going to give it a chance or if, uh, yeah, if you said, Oh, we need to watch this, watch it. But it's like, one of the, it didn't excite me. Like it would have 15 years ago or I was 10 years more, ago when I was, yeah, I was just more excited because of now the but possibilities, the ramifications, the ramifications the first, yes. of the, Oh, this was something I literally thought that they weren't going to be able to do because ROH had had kind of a working agreement with new Japan. And now I don't know what. I, obviously, it doesn't seem like it's in play anymore. ROH can get involved. Give them a little working relationship with AEW too. <laughs> All the pipelines will go straight See, there and just cut the WWE off. They have their own system. To me, ROH is them. different because of who it's owned by. It's owned by like a big corporation. Sinclair, so right, like, yeah. I don't feel like ROH is gonna. They probably consider themselves their own brand. Yeah. To, to me, ROH is kind of like faded into the. I couldn't. Even, I know Bateman works there, which is really cool because I know him. Who's so the like, top? I don't know name yeah. in ROH right now. Taven uh, maybe. The champion is Rush or Roosh. Never. Nope. He's the older Canadian guy, right? I think he's a. No, I believe he's like forty years old. He's a lucha guy, I think. Oh, I was going to oh, say. What's his name? Oh, I'm Pierre thinking of the other. Carl, yeah, the PCO. the PCO guy. Maybe that's, that's what I'm yeah. thinking of. PCO was a champion. But, in the last exactly, but that's the kind of thing. He was a 40 year old guy, right? It's like, yeah. 40, he was like 50. 50, yeah. It's Way like PCO is okay. one of the Another top guy guys. I didn't get because he used to like post videos where he'd electrocute himself. And I'm like, I don't I don't know what was appealing about this. Every like, top yeah. gif of him is him doing just something like crazy, but like botching it. Like him, like, oh, a 50 year old shouldn't be able to run and springboard over the top rope to the. It's like, yeah, he almost killed himself by falling on his head. He didn't do it very well. So it doesn't count. Or it's yeah. like he jumped from the top rope and did like a springboard to his butt on like a PWG show and like yeah, fucked it all up. I, I was never the biggest <laughs> fan of him. Like I, I get that they started doing these things in the last couple of years where they really tried to get like these like old veterans who had never gotten the opportunity I mean, he was, chances. He was over though. I, he's, yeah. I know that he was no. fucking over and that's why I like him. It's like he's Here's over. Here's the thing. If this guy is over with the majority of people, that's great. Yeah. I don't have to like him because exactly, of that. Yep. Like, if I go to a show and I'm just sitting on my ass because I don't care, okay. that's okay. It's Necro Butcher all over it. I'm like, I never got that. Yeah. He was so over at PWG during that era, and I was just like, the armory days, I'm just like, I don't know. Don't see it. Uh, yeah. Don't I never, see it. I never saw anything in him I liked either. It was nope. just one of those things that just... One of those guys, it happens all the time. It happens with me with Keith Lee right now. Like He's yeah. so over. Everyone loves him. He seems like a great guy. I don't get it. Is what it is. Yep. Wrestling, you know, yeah. But a guy I did get and a guy I bought almost immediately um, started a podcast this week. Uh, Kurt Angle yes. had the first episode of his Kurt Angle Show podcast released this week to us, Porzies. Um, if you would like to spend $10 to get podcasts early, you can do that, I guess. I have no interest in doing that. I will just listen to them when they are available. The Chris Hero podcast is apparently not available on phones. You have to go on the site to listen to it. Hate that. Think the way podcasts are going is really stupid. It was supposed to be a medium where you just get to listen to something for free, get some you know fun. Now it's like, oh, no, now you have to pay for podcasts. Behind I'm paywalls, not, right? I'm not paying for podcasts. No. I'm not doing it. If it's not available to me immediately, I'm not. It's no. like Netflix. Yeah. If it's not on Netflix, I'm not going to search it out. Like I'm not gonna. Oh, I can download it on this website and watch on this. Then I'm not. I'm not. I'm just not gonna watch no. it. Don't release your movie on YouTube. I'm not watching your fucking movie on YouTube. I see that shit all the time. That you, Cobra Kai show that everyone like started YouTube. on YouTube, and I'm like, I'm not watching it. Now it's on Netflix. Maybe at some point I'll watch it. Probably not. But yeah, YouTube but. TV was like seventy dollars a month or like fifty dollars a month. It's like a cable package. I'm like, I no, don't no, no. This wasn't that. even on YouTube TV. This was just no. on YouTube. 
They just had shows on YouTube. Well, you, they had like YouTube Red when it first came out. And that was yeah, when they first, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, I thought that was behind a paywall too. It might, it might have been. I don't know. No, because I, I remember I could, I could have watched Cobra Kai if I wanted to. Oh, okay, but I, mean, I never saw Karate Kid. Did you, you just see it? Uh, yes. Karate Kid, I did. Yeah. Yes, I, I saw it, but not other. enough. To, I, I don't remember it enough or like it enough to watch Cobra Kai as an adult. That just seems. No. No. Yeah. Anyway, Kurt Angle. Uh, started a podcast this week. Uh, I listened to it um, Sunday. Uh, I asked Danny if he was going to listen to it. He said he did. So then I asked Keith if he'd listen to it. Um, I'll start with Danny. What were yes. your initial thoughts on the podcast? Um, been looking forward to this for a long time. I didn't think we would get it. I'm very glad we did because, like he says, he doesn't seem like the type to beat around the bush type of thing. He's going to tell you how it was. Um, I didn't know he uh, tore his hamstring in that match. That was interesting. No, I didn't know he had a fucking what benign tumor either. Tumor, yeah. That, like, yeah. you know, he's fucked up, obviously. But you know, you just think the neck injury and like I hear stories from him, and I'm just like even more amazed. Like he's, I don't even remember if I put him in my top, like my Mount Rushmore last week. Mm-hmm. I didn't. I he so. should probably be in there because he's uh, no single wrestler probably inspires me more than him. Like it's, it's incredible. And the more stories I hear from him, I'm like, hey, you shouldn't be doing this. And he constantly does. I mean, you, you gave me the Kurt Angle book and I read yeah. the book and the story about his dad. I'm like, you could just see that in him. Like his dad breaks his neck and like what? sleeps it off and then like wakes up the next day and like, yeah, he ended up dying right over it. Yeah. My Um, biggest, my biggest regret honestly is not wrestling like in high school, like starting freshman year. We we started a junior year. We tried to start. Like I read that book and I was like, that was back in the day where I'm like, ah, like pro wrestling. That's it. I just want to pro. Like I wish I would have gone back and did the like amateur wrestling, high school wrestling, whatever, because like, he inspires me so much not doing that stuff. Right. So I can only imagine like, if you were doing that, how yeah. much you would have been. Yeah, exactly. But I'm like, yeah, I just, I just, as I'm listening to the podcast, tell him about that a million, three times he broke his neck in that one and a half years. And he's wrestling the whole time. And I'm just like, man, like he didn't learn a lesson, but you could just, you, you wouldn't expect him to. Cause like, that's how he watched his dad do it. So that's how he's going to do it. Like, and a question it, for you too, especially Keith, because the wrestling thing, but it's like, like Adam said last week, like when we would wrestle, it would be like, we go fucking crazy. We go like, like I know wrestling has changed a lot, like in terms of, Oh, like now that's not really looked upon as a positive thing. Like, Oh, he fucking broke his neck, but kept wrestling. But to me, there's still a big part of me. It's like, that's the, no, what you do. Whether or not like it was smart, like you can judge it from different angles. No, it wasn't smart, but you can admire the toughness, the determination of someone who's like, no, I'm going to do this no matter what. Like that's, yeah, that's like the Olympics. Yeah, exactly. There's no way I can't look at that and that story and be like completely like, I almost legitimately get goosebumps when I think it. Cause like, that's so unheard of for, He's he's not human. Like he's no. That's literally you have you watch you watch thing and like he broke his neck like five times. He literally isn't a human being. Like, well, he says at some point in his life he's gonna have to get the fusion. The fusion. Yeah. yeah I'm so. like the, I'm like yeah. I mean, 
cognitively, like for the most part, he was actually better than I thought he would be. There was a yeah. moment. There was it a moment he where forgot he literally forgot. He was talking. He's like, oh, yeah, "I'm yeah, sorry, yeah, what was the question?" Yeah. And I'm like, "That was one of those things." I'm like, "Well, that's a concussion. The thing. marble that's a brain thing. The marble mouth is like just a yeah. symptom of having too many concussions." But he's yeah. still like, I could still understand him, and his thinking is clear. So I'm like, I was actually surprised that. They have to get a better connection. The thing I like, I don't like their yeah. connection. His every time Kurt talked, it sounded yeah. like somebody was ruffling a he bag of chips. He was on like a Skype. Yeah, his kids well, were going have, around in the back. They have videos of no. They have, he was in a room by himself. Oh, they have he? a video yeah. on YouTube of him talking, and he's just sitting there with a headset yeah, on. It's, like it's it's and for me that goes if if your content is good enough, I could care less. Like for me, oh, for I, sure. I can no, put yeah. up with that. No, it, like, it was definitely interesting. But I know what you like production wise. You're like ah, I wish. But no, but I assume it'll get better. Yeah, like his stuff with Bischoff got better after yeah. a while. Yeah. Like his Bischoff podcast. That is one better. thing I'll also add, though, that the I'm Conrad fatigue. I stopped watching after the Arn one came out because it's just too much Conrad, and like I feel the same way now. Like I like him and all, but I'm just like he's got what thirty shows now. Yeah, unless like it's too much. He's doing he's doing too much, and he over he's oversaturating the podcast wrestling podcast market. There's with there's himself. just there's no way that he's as invested in every well, no, single podcast yeah. as much well, as he was well, in the original episodes of something to wrestle. He, you could tell he doesn't do any research now as he's just going off like Kurt's memory and like, uh, something no, he, like he this has, happened. He has people do his research, do research for, him, for him. Like he has people literally that he hired to do the right. research for these podcasts. Well, you could, cause he has, he's like, he'd think back to something. I think that was then. And he would like, but before like, but with the Bruce Pitcher podcast, they would be three hours and they'd go by detail by detail, raw by raw. Match Something by match. I didn't know that I found on this podcast was the Benoit thing. Yeah. I had no idea that they were, they were going to swap Kurt out and yep, put Benoit on that title match. And you're, th- and I think to myself, I was like, well, was Benoit going to win the title and how much would that have altered the history of yeah. the wrestling? Cause then you don't have the moment at 20 and then you don't have, you know, but I thought that was very interesting. I was very yeah. surprised that I'm not surprised that Vince let him wrestle in that match, but that that angle where he did the thing where Eric went came yep. in the ring, ring yeah. like that I remember that I remember that to this that was day so I'm like, smart, it was yeah. such a great great thing, angle yep. great way to like today they wouldn't do something that creative to get out of no. stuff they would just do the match and then have a shitty DQ finish yeah but there and they did that I remember going that was so cool yep and then like talking about the match I'm like Kurt's being very generous to Brock like. Brock completely botched that shooting star. Oh like, yeah, it was just yeah. Brock not like the slipping. I was like, no, there I was, was like, no Kurt, he didn't slip. No. Like there he jumped no as high he, as he, he normally did. He hesitated. He, you, yeah, you could, yeah, like he says, he 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 hesitates before, and then he says, oh, he slipped. He was like, no, he hesitated. He got into his own head. So when he went to actually do the move, yeah. he fucked it up. But it is scary to think that if that was anyone else, they'd oh, probably he be would dead. be dead. Yeah. yeah. Like that. That is one of the scariest things. And That's how Hayabusa broke his neck, yeah. right? He yep. fucking, yep. No, no good, no good, and that's just some, literally the exact same smaller man, and that's what yeah. happens when a smaller guy without that neck botches that move. You know? I I wouldn't Paralyzed. even I don't even try the shooting start like when we were doing it on the trampoline like I because yeah. I did the I landed like Lesnar but on the trampoline and I was like never I will no, never it, fucking it's like when you I hesitate tr- at all yeah, yeah. you're gonna break your neck like if there's any like you have to be like confident and just go yeah. for it I wouldn't know I've never done a well my high flying stopped when I went to do uh, the styles move what was that the spiral tap the spiral tap and I did it on the trampoline perfect 100 times and I went to the ring on the crash pad and I asked Keith I said how'd that look he's like you literally did a front flip and I was <laughs> <Yeah>. like fuck <laughs> no it's the same I but try- that trips you out man when you're up there like so so different yep um, they kept talking about this the match at nineteen and like is it looked at as one of the best mania main events like 
when you main event alone, probably because because to me it's not even their best match. No, I like the no. SummerSlam I, one I later too. that year yeah. much more than this. I one. do too. But when you think about just technical wrestling, because that's what you always have to get into, like the main event of Mania. It's, is it the moment? Is it the match itself? Because yeah, technically a rest as a technical wrestling match, that match has to be one of the. But best I look at I, but I look events. at things like you, like the botch doesn't ruin anything for you. Like does does it take anything away like the the bot shooting star like a, a little bit but the rest of the match like he was talking about was literally perfect they didn't I don't know they botched another thing the entire match but for me I look at Angle and Eddie the next year and that was head and shoulders above this one yeah. in in my opinion I think so too the triple threat might have been better That's as a, a technical wrestling match. Yeah. But I'm like, when you think about the main events, it's always Cena and Miz. I'm like, well, that's never going to be better than tri- even at most Triple H. They're not going to be technically the wrestling technical, matches yeah. better. Like, so it's like, yeah, it's a lot of like, maybe I can maybe think of a couple, but it's up there. Yeah, I, I definitely. Yeah, I think it's, about like, it's like Taker and Sean. Well, that wasn't a main event. Like there are tons of mania matches that are better, but main events. Yeah, I think usually mo- most mania main events are going for the moment. Yeah, the right. big title win. And usually that's with guys that aren't the best. Yeah. So, yeah, it's or it's you're, you're, it's just a changing of hands. Batista and Triple H. But yeah, I mean, it's like it's not even Angle's best match at a mania. No, no. Like, and it wasn't right. even his biggest payday. Yeah. I thought that was funny. His biggest payday was the Michaels match. That was like match four on the card. Yeah. Rather than the Mania main event where he, you know, I would have thought that would have been the highest grossing Mania of all time, 19. With Rock Austin. Rock yeah. Austin, Hogan McMahon. Yeah, seriously. Like, I thought that would have been like the one that would have been like, that's the highest grossing Mania of all time. Yeah. But it wasn't, I guess. You know what, Jed Jericho Michaels, they were talking about on that same show. Like, yeah, that's a 19 is pretty much like 17 is my standard, but 19 is yeah, 17 is real, real close. The only like weird thing about that show when you look back is why is Triple H wrestling Booker T? Like it's it's yeah. such, it's such a random fucking match. And the like, match was good. I I really liked the match. Liked the match, match. Fine. I don't like the build. I didn't no, like the no, no, build to it. No. The the story premise of it kind of being a little racist. Yeah. Was like all right, you people. Yeah. Okay. I guess we're gonna do that. Triple H just doing Triple H though. <laughs> yeah. So, His gimmick was always a little. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, that was that's how almost people perceive that type of person is that they're a little. Oh well, yeah, the Hunter Hearst Helmsy, and then like he was doing his DX shit, and he was always they're just fucking with guys on the street. He was being. A- <laughs> I mean, literally, people forget this, but like, um, it was ninety eight or ninety nine, uh, DX like trash the nation the domination's na- and the locker room and yeah. the n-word all over the place uncle tom was written okay. on the thing and it was like it wasn't them that did it it was supposed to look like the doa did it or something it wasn't but it ended up being dx dx did it but they were trying to frame, frame whoever they but, were but the stuff they'd written the on the time, walls yeah. i was like bro this is yeah. no but it's yeah no, no, no dude no. that's attitude era bro yeah. yeah no that's that's how they tried to um <laughs> There's still a big part of me that is really uncomfortable when I hear him talk now. The no, Marble Mouth thing is just so distracting. I want a phonetic person to come to him and be like, this is how you say WWE. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he is incapable of saying WWE at this point, and it's really scary. It was, it may have been that neck surgery, but I remember thinking, like, after that mania, that he, like, because they go through your throat, I believe. Right. So that damages his vocal cords, I believe. 
is what he said, but I don't know. But I remember how him much in TNA. He always sounded the same. I, it was like at the end of his TNA run, where I was like, his voice sounds different. He actually, what did he say in the podcast at the time? He was taking sixty Vicodin yeah. a day, so he literally could have fucking messed his brain up from all taking sixty Vicodin a day for. Oh no, but year, for, it's like, it's also like. Evander Holyfield doesn't sound the same as he did. It's just no, no yeah. it's, it's yeah. punch drunk. No, it's yeah, like, but it's yeah, what happens to these guys. I like you'll see a lot of UFC fighters. The Diaz brothers yeah. sound like they literally can't get words out, but Overeem, who's been knocked out yeah. twenty times, sounds fine. Like it's also just some guys are luckier than others. I just um, listening to it, I was like, okay, well, so the topics like they're gonna run out of stuff. I think eventually, right? Because like they're already going next week into his journey to WWE. See, now I was kind of curious because they kind of went into they're like, oh well, we'll kind of get into the pill thing or like almost like we'll do the long form tart, uh, long form topic, but they're gonna delve into the other stuff within the. I slowly saw Conrad dipping his toes into waters of those kind yeah, of yeah. questions. The pills, Karen. Karen because Angle. The, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to just jump right into no. it. But I could tell some of these topics are coming later. Yeah. I like. <laughs> I, I think. I think Kurt's at the point where he's not uncomfortable talking no. about Karen. Okay. Yeah. Shit. I mean, like, if there's if there's anything, I'm like, I want to hear like you. What are your opinions on Jeff now? <laughs> like, <laughs> I think they get along now. Well, you didn't I, like him at first. Well, but, of course. Like, of course. Obviously. But I'm like now. Now it's like that dude's but, but with here, you, but, around your kids. So. No, but the problem is, is like, it's not like Karen cheated on Kurt with Jeff. Like. They just got together yeah. after they got divorced. Right. Like, no. So yeah. Like, but it's still, it's still so weird because of the working. I, I, but yeah, I mean, I, mean yeah. I, I guess it is weird, but like were Jeff and Kurt, like best buds. Like, I yeah. don't know. Is it weird? Like if you just cause you knew somebody, they weren't like, but now, but now I mean, Karen's not in the business, but now she's in the business and she's at work every day with Jeff she's in the business when she's, when she's, when she they managed got divorced, Kurt and they she managed Kurt and TNA for a long time. Yeah. And then they got divorced during And then they got divorced during that. Yeah. I think they were still together on TV. I, I some question of that. if nothing happened to It's I mean it's possible that. something yeah. happened. I mean, but that's why it. I want to hear the story, yeah. That's why yeah. that's one of the things so, I want covered. Um it, was it enough, Keith, for you who doesn't really listen to podcasts? Is it enough for you to continue listening? I mean, maybe if I saw like something that interested me a lot, but it's like, yeah, I I've already heard his story. I've read his book, his story to the WWE. So it's like, yeah, probably I'll skip that. I've heard him talk about it multiple times and yeah. shoot interviews and the Chris Van Fleet. And it's just like, yeah. See the shoot interviews, like the RF shoot the interview. R- yeah. Like, I feel like that was almost at his worst. Like when he was like, I, oh, I don't I know the timeline, but, but I he, probably he looked messed the up in that video. Days, yeah. And I'm like, so like I'm hoping he gets another book that comes out or he writes another book. Well, right, his book was like when very, he got to that, it was too early, early for a book. It was yeah. too early for a book. It was his uh, more of his Olympic story and yeah. working his way to the WWE. And then maybe it, like it was his first year, I think in the business. And that was, and like, I kind of see your point with Conrad and I'm kind of like that, like where now you cherry pick the episodes, like, because I like most of the people he's doing it with, but I'm like, I'm not going to listen to every episode of something to wrestle with. I can't, even tell, time, you, I I can't even tell you the last time I, I used to listen to something to wrestle every, every week. I did yeah. And now I can't even tell you the last time I listened. I listened to the Shane one. Oh yeah. See, since he's and been was, back, yeah. I have, I have no interest in listening to an employee Once he exactly talk about stuff that yeah. happened because I know you're going to be skewed and biased. Now. He covered for them when he didn't work there. Yeah. Yes. So, you only assume it's going to get it's worse. It's only going to get worse. Yeah. And then the Bischoff one, I only listened to sporadically yeah. because just certain parts interested me. And Bischoff isn't a good listen, frankly. Arn is boring. So it's like, yeah, maybe 
Kurt because I like Kurt so much. I'll give him more of a chance. Like I'm interested in the Hero podcast too, but so, so am I. But if we can't, you just have to. I mean, Keith, you you should have no problem listening to it. It's on the outlet that you normally listen to podcasts anyway. Yeah, no. You can just go to the website and listen to it. All right, moving on. So before we get to the match review, that we have we have two things we have to cover, and they both are your topics, your sub your subjects, guys. Interesting. We're gonna go to Keith for his drug information of the week. Oh, that is right. I was wondering where you were going with that. Um, actually, I have a a fan request. So what I'll be doing this week is I'll be talking about ayahuasca for one of our fans. And I've done no research, of course. Your sister-in-law. We can say who it is. Yeah. Well, hey, dude, let's try to play it up like we have actual fans here. But no. Ayahuasca, apparently, because I've never done it, and this is how I need to preface everything, because you go to South America, and it's like a brew, and it's very much like DMT. It's a psychedelic, but it's very introspective as well, and... It's used a lot in therapies, medicinal therapies. So you can go travel to South America, go meet a shaman. He'll make this brew for you, a tea. And for people with like depression or PTSD, anxiety, lots of things like that, drug addiction, they'll take this and it actually is very helpful. Uh, also, there's this thing that is associated with it called the black plague or the black purge this is the black plague I'm no like, no oh not the God. not the black i don't plague. want to tip the, the black purge if i remember la puerga or some shit like that and apparently you throw up and vomit and shit out every end for hours on end before you start tripping <laughs> like so it sounds apparently like uh, people describe it as cleansing but to me it sounds like poisoning yourself just to get a really really trippy incredibly powerful you know, psychedelic experience. But if I was a drug addict or had PTSD, I'd give it a shot. I don't like, I hear all these people always talk about these psychedelic experiences when they take drugs. And I'm just like, I don't even know what that would be like, obviously, because I've never done the, it. Yeah. This, and I don't know if I'd want to experience yeah, that. This, me out. this yeah. is more like, you know, you travel to the jungle and you yeah. go meet a shaman and you go in this experience it's not just yeah. your everyday go do i don't drug. mind drinking or smoking pot because i can control myself exactly and I, can, yeah. like, I i know when to stop i don't like having experiences where i literally don't remember what i actually did I, that is yeah. a problem for me but even when you can tell when you're drinking when you've drunk enough like you can tell oh i'm kind of out of control i would do just about anything well, right now on, and on, i don't yeah i'm like no nope, i, went to I a don't super get bowl party sorry to all the covid people out there i went to a super bowl party how dare you where I, there are people who want both people i went to see they were vaccinated did you get your temperature checked i did there was a thing at the door no i didn't <laughs> and i and i got to the point when i drink where i'm like Oh, I can't. I'm like, I'm stumbling. Like, right. I'm not like falling over, but like, I'm no, like, I'm noticing myself. So that's when I stop because yeah. I'm like, if I go any further, it's going to get to a point where I'm going to get too drunk. Yeah, you've gone from buzz to drunk, but you don't want to go from drunk to hammered. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and yeah, at my age, getting hammered and having a hangover is just not worth it. You just wake up and you just feel bleh. Danny, have you ever been hungover? No. No. I'm such an infrequent What's the most drinker, you've ever yeah. drunk, drank? Because I, I don't think of you much as like a drinker. Uh, so I'm going to sound like a real lightweight here, but Vegas, 21st birthday, I probably had five drinks in total. Well, what kind of drinks were they? Uh, Coronas. Okay. 
And then there was a New Year's, not the New Year's in question last time where the head butt off, but another New Year's, maybe the year prior, that I had I had a lot for me, which would probably be like... There was a New Year's where I had beer and I gave you some. Yeah. I don't think it was that one. No, but it was probably like six or seven beers, and that's I mean, like... that's for people who don't drink, that can get you drunk. Corrosive. But I honestly, I, I didn't notice me feeling different or anything, but to be like drunk, I've, I've never been... Yeah, I mean... With beer, like, I bet you'd have to drink a lot of beer to get where you would with, like, hard alcohol. Not necessarily. Take. If you have, like, I think if you had, like, three beers right now, you might get a little buzzed. Oh, no, I'd definitely drink. be buzzed. No, I'd definitely be buzzed. But it's like, I could drink three beers to get buzzed, or I could do two shots of vodka, and I'll be buzzed. I've, no- <laughs> I've noticed as I've gotten older that hard alcohol gets me drunker, and but it makes me oh, yeah. also feel much it more makes shitty. Way worse. Way worse. I just remember, like, back in the day when we would, like, you know, get together for the, like, you know, when we would watch wrestling and there was parties at the house or whatever. And yeah, it would just be like, I would be the only one not drinking, but I felt like I was glad you were no, there. Yeah, I had, no I had never, someone to no drive me to get Mexican like, Hey food. Danny, no, why no, no, are you no. drinking? Like, no. So I remember I, I was no. like, I, I don't think remember anyone ever pressed. Yeah, I, I, I would no. never ever like, like if, if I'm around someone that I know doesn't like yeah. drinking, I would never be like, come on, man. I'm e- not, cause I'm e- not that guy. Even like, if I didn't know someone and I didn't see, and I saw them just not drinking, I wouldn't even question. I was like, they don't want to drink. No, oh, yeah. no, I don't think <laughs> I'm, just like the I'm like more like, for me. That's literally like, what I would think like back in the peer day. Pressure is like the weird, yeah. And I know people who try that, like yeah. the peer pressure thing. And I'm just like, it's the w- people who succumb to it. People who try to get other people to do. It. I'm just like, it's weird. Like, and for me, it, it wouldn't, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Like, like, no, yeah, it does. Yeah, no, exactly. I don't put myself in these situations, but if I was in a situation where someone was trying to get me to try like a hard drug, I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, come on, man. Everyone else is. I'm like, that's not going to work with me. I'm not, yeah. no, exactly. I'm not a 17 year old. Teenager. But I mean, yeah. I mean, like back in those parties, that was always sunny. Like, oh, here, drink that. No, no, drink the no, no, no. I'm, I know I'm what fine, I like, bro. I'm fine. I know, yeah. I know what I like to drink. <laughs> exactly. And I'm gonna drink that. Yeah. It's like, well, I, I trusted you once, and you gave me Irish car bombs and <laughs> Dimetap night. shots. That was and a I'm great like, night. Nope. I can, I can never drink. Yeah, Irish whiskey. I never drink it again. Uh, those dark Irish beers. Nope. None of it. No, you guys never. I and I, I told that to Donna like when we first got together. I was like, we like, I can be around that a hundred percent. I could be around smoking, and it, I just have zero negative interest in it. Like, yeah. I, I just don't care for it. I don't want to do it. Yeah. So it doesn't bother me. And you don't you, judge people that no, do it. No. Uh, until because they, I do shit that people would. Yeah. Find questionable or whatever. And that, to that's a point, fine. though. The seventh Taco Bell meal of the day. Yes. Very questionable. Because I'm like, when our neighbors over here nodding out on heroin, that's when I'm like, all right, get the fuck, yeah. go home. Get the fuck out of here. Like, I don't, yeah. I'm like, I, like, there are certain things where I'm like, all right, I'll be uncomfortable if you whip out a, but, some tar heroin and start shooting but up. But that's what I mean by presence. not putting myself in those situations. Yeah. If no, I've never was, been in that. Yeah. If somebody was at this house and they were doing shit like that, I'd tell them to no, leave. They, no, they get he, the he, fuck out. He like, didn't even no. do it over. He came out, like, he just wandered over while I was playing basketball and he was just high as fuck. And yeah. I was like, nope, go home, go away. That's something like, there were those nights where uh, there would be kind of parties here kind of drinking here like not when I not since I've lived here but in the past yeah with Justin where people will be drinking and I'm like yeah I'll drink but like there's like a level there's like a level where I stop because I I the more I drink the dumber I get and the dumber things I do so I just try well, to I would assume that's the that general, seems right? that's yeah, usually that's what happens with when you everybody take more of a thing that's altering your brain and I'm pretty fucking stupid sober so it's like <laughs> I find it I, I just realized that we followed up a Kurt Angle segment with a drug fact, which led to us talking about oh. alcoholism. So, 
Uh, it's all. It's all. It'll it's all be covered on the angle pod. Yeah. <laughs> really good. Really great segues, I guess. We're just keeping things. Follow together. them at organized. anglepod. It's on Twitter. Keeping everything organized here, guys. All right. So that's Keith's segment. Thank you, Keith, for fulfilling uh, Sarah's dreams and wishes. Indeed. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. I'm pretty sure Brad stopped listening because I, I don't know if anyone else noticed. I literally named the net last week's yes. episode. Hey, hey Brad. Brad. Hope you're listening. Hope you're listening. And I literally wrote him a poem as the title of the episode. I don't think he's listening. And he then. did not respond to it. So I doubt he's listening. I drove him away with my drug facts. I guess. <laughs> when, when I started describing how to make DMT, yeah. I think it was a step too far for him. Brad, if you're listening, please tweet <laughs> at random cast or at Adam J and PA. And just let us know you're out there. We miss you, bud. Can't wait till we can all get vaccinated and you can come on the show. It'd be great. Um, all right, so this is Danny's turn. Uh, this is the second week in a row that Danny is going to have a Mount Rushmore segment. Why? I don't know. Just it's whatever. something when there's a week when we don't have anything to talk about that it'll be really happy that we at least have something. And I'm just to intrigued do. by it. Yeah. Just I, I don't know. It just intrigues me. So I think going forward, I'd, I'd prefer that you gave us a little more heads up. Sure. Than 20 minutes before the pod. Oh, but, for, oh, no, I, I will. Yes. So I made a nice little list still. Okay, good for you. So we'll get to you in a second. We're going to start it off with Danny. Oh, oh thank oh, you. Thank oh, you so okay. much. <laughs> Did that sound sarcastic <laughs> and dickish enough for everyone? <laughs> I, I, know, I know how I sound when Keith looks at me like, wow, what a dick. What an <laughs> asshole. That was uncalled for. Wow. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you if you would go first. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I look at it as when I say good for you. I look at when Danny says I'm happy for you. Like Danny doesn't actually mean it. I'm happy it. for you. It's I'll a thing. It's a thing that Danny said I'm happy for you. That's now become like a rib. So whoever wants to go first, Keith, Danny, knock yourself out. So the topic is Mount Rushmore. So your top four favorite matches. Yeah. Now in lieu, let, let's take this back a week. Let's rewind the clocks back a week. Right. Rewind the clocks back a year. So I kind of screwed up with the Mount Rushmore because I tried to do you like put five. Huh? You put five on your Mount Rushmore <laughs> because I couldn't decide. So your mountain is going to topple. There's going to be like a two face. Like that's, that's okay. Ric Flair that's and a... John Cena. Jesus. God, they're combined. I took Cena out though. Did yeah, he did. did. He, he ended for, up taking for who? Uh, dynamite. Dynamite. I believe. I believe yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's a dynamite. Decision. Dynamite drop yeah. in Monty. But so, but Adam went with the the favorite list, right? Right. You went with kind of the you know like Sting was part of your past type of shit, you know, like, and that's how I kind of was like, you know, like oh Rock and Cena, so whatever. So I'll preface this by saying, okay, what is your four favorite? Just so there's no confusion. So it's not like oh historic, like you have to put a historical fucking match or put like you know what I mean. Now in my list, I, I have one sneaky bit. I was gonna try to sneak in the entire trilogy of Okada and Omega into my. I mean, <laughs> onto because I'm like I can't pick between one, and all three of them can't go on Mount Rushmore. It could. So what about? It absolutely could. You could. could. No, no, no. Theoretically, three. it could. Yes, but I wouldn't want it to take up my entire Mount Rushmore. And you have to make this make a decision which one is your favorite. So would you like to? go first or would you like no, to think I, about it some more no i'll go first i okay. would put okada omega one up there simply not because it was the best but because it signified the beginning of the trilogy so that's just my way of sneakily putting the entire trilogy on mount rushmore uh then kurt and sean at wrestlemania 21 because my presence there and 
they did that for me, I'm sure. <laughs> I mean, Adam Shakes. Don't worry. <laughs> That's going to be a topic of the match review this week. There's going to be a little piece of that in there that I'm going to throw out. And then I got Eddie and Ray, Halloween Havoc. And this was the last one was the hardest to decide between. I wanted to do a Angle and Benoit, but since I have Angle and Michaels up there, I'm going to change course and go Taker, Mankind, Hell in a Cell. Interesting. And that is my four. Very interesting. Would you like me to go next? Yes, please, because I am still formulating the first of my head. No surprise to you two, I'm sure. Flair and Steamboat. Not at Wrestle all. War 89. Angle and Benoit from the Rumble 03. That was one of mine and WrestleMania 17. Okada Omega 1. Right. Perfect. And See? Okada and Shibata. Oh. Would be my, that would be my four. That's a good one. But we have at least one consensus Mount Rushmore yes. on there. Okada Omega 1. Yeah. But that won't be on mine. Or Ooh, will it? I'm not surprised. Or will it? Or will or it? Or will it? Will it? Uh, Kurt and Sean, WrestleMania 21, obviously Another is consensus. on there. Consensus. Two out of three. Uh, the match we will be watching, or we will be reviewing in a little bit, Nakamura and Zayn. Um, probably Bailey and Sasha. Hmm. And Okada Omega 3. Three, okay. okay. That's my favorite because I like two out of three falls. Now, no, these yeah. four matches for everybody, could you conceivably put any of these matches on at any right. time? And I be could like, put them on right now. You know? Oh, yeah. Pr- pretty okay. easy, yeah. I mean, it, it, literally, when I was thinking about it, I'm like, all right, what match would I want to yeah. watch? I had Eddie Ray SummerSlam on here, and I'm just like, yeah, like these are all matches that spring to mind immediately. Like, what match am I going to watch? These are good ones. Because the other thing for me is favorite matches to me doesn't necessarily have to mean it's the does have to be the match. Match. No. I had Kurt and Shane O'Mac on yeah. here, and like these are all just because another one on my list was going to be matches that are like Kofi and Brian at WrestleMania yeah. when Kofi wins the title moment matches. That was yeah. one of my favorite moments that I've experienced. Yeah. Eddie Angle, Brian returning after at the New Orleans Mania. The match was okay, yeah. but the moment was awesome. Was what made it, like, yeah. Brian's WrestleMania match with Triple H was really good. Like, it's a match that I could put on, but, like, I liked Okada Omega 3. I remember I enjoyed the match a lot. Kenny finally winning the title was part of the reason I enjoyed it more. Yeah. Yep. There was already the established, this is going to be long, so you understand that. You know it's going to be great. You've had the time to get more. F- I've had the time to get more familiar with Okada. Yep. And by the time the match happened, I was pumped just like everybody else in the world was at the time. Yeah. The anticipation for that, obviously, being the yeah. third one, the trilogy, the last in the series, is going to be the the Sasha Bailey match was the match that completely turned me on women's wrestling, where yep. it was irrelevant to me and it became something I cared about. Uh, Angle and Michaels, of course, is one of the greatest you matches dispute, ever. Yeah. There's like, I don't think I'll ever see a match that I will like more than that match because yeah. it's two just fucking studs, fucking stars, just putting on a fucking clinic. It's like, mania. It's one of it's our mania. earliest matches we all went. Yeah, yeah it's just, there's so it, many reasons it was why. The, it, that, there were so many things about that mania that are just so incredible to think about today. The fact that we did not buy tickets together and coincidentally, the guy who bought a seat next to you did not show up. 
Yeah. And yeah. the guy, the guy who was like the ticket taker was like, yeah, man, just go, go ahead and sit there. When the guy shows up, just move. The show ended. The guy had not come. So literally the, the luckiest thing, the stars aligned. We got to sit together for that show, even though we were not supposed to, we didn't even drive up there together. No, we drive up separately. I paid Justin to drive me up there and hang around LA for four hours. Danny's dad really must've hated you. No, I'm just um, kidding. I think there wasn't room or some shit. I don't know how there wouldn't have been room because who else would have been going? I think Chris had to drive up with yeah, Chris us because he yeah. had to, couldn't be left home alone because he was too young. Some shit like that. I, I have no idea, but yeah, those are mine. So that was a pretty good Mountain Rushmore pick, Dan. Yeah. Were, no. Makes you think. Yeah. It does make you think. I will give notice. Um, should I put it out to the Twitterverse? Like a Twitter. couple days before. You could put it on Twitter if you would want. Would that be? I, I mean, know, I would at least see it. It would yeah, be I'm good for would. ideas if other people on the Twitterverse yeah. commented on it and I seen it. We have like Seen't 640 it. followers, which is pretty fucking incredible. It, My goal is seven by next episode. If only a portion of that watched every week. I mean, we have some, but a, a higher portion of that watched every week. Yeah, I don't know how to get. I mean, there's like ways you can pay to get more people to listen and, and pay attention. Yeah, subscribe those yeah. podcast services where you go and those. But I mean, like, what we need to do is we need to get on some kind of podcast network. Well, uh, we'll I'll, I'll, I'll I'll work on that as we continue to get our groove going. No, I know someone that has one that would probably do it if I asked them. But I'm I'm letting us build up a couple of episodes before we even start doing it. Which is I smart, ask. right? Yeah, no, it's smart. Yeah. So, uh, anyway, that's. That was the Mount Rushmore segment of the week. So we will see next week what Danny has in store for us. Oh, you'll see. I'll see. You'll see. All right. So match review time. So this was uh, NXT TakeOver Dallas, Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Now, <laughs> last week when we did the we we did the review, we talked a little about that day I was going to the show whatnot so I guess we can try to do that with e with each of these if we can remember things about them the one no the one you have I have plenty of stories of that day um, the one that I think you're gonna pick um, so this one was neither one of you were there for this it no. was just me by myself uh, this was the Dallas trip uh, I lived with Danny at the time I believe this was around the time I got you the Vince shirt when he the the uh, the police profile thing, yes. what's that called? I almost wore that tonight. Did you? Yeah. Almost. And I think it. I got you the AJ shirt at this mania or yes. one of the shows after. So anyway, my only real interesting story from this day is so this was at a building in Dallas that wasn't it wasn't like the arena it wasn't like because the, the American Airlines arena was the arena they had like Raw and SmackDown. So this was at like a Civic Center or some shit. So I have no idea how to get in this building. So I'm just wandering around the streets. I see a guy. I'm like, where's the entrance? And he points over at a direction. There's steps and there's a door. And I'm like, you sure it's the entrance? He's like, yeah, yeah no, it's the entrance right there, man. Trust me. And I'm like, all right, thanks, man. I don't remember the guy's name, but he's pointing me at a door that clearly isn't the entrance. But I'm like, <laughs> okay. Someone pointed me he's this way. He's pointing me this way. I'm going to go this way. So as I'm walking up the steps, I'm getting closer and I'm like, nobody going to this door i don't know where i'm going but at this point i'm just i'm invested you're going i'm gonna i'm just i'm just gonna see if i can get into the building this way because who the fuck knows 
I see like a guy standing at the top of the steps. I'm like, okay, I'll just keep walking. So I walk up the steps and I get up the steps and I just pause. Like I, I just stop moving because in front of me is Paul Heyman, Pat Patterson, Michael Hayes, Sami Zayn, Finn Balor, a bunch of these fucking guys on this show, like WWE, like I think Shane was outside too, just talking all these fucking people. And I'm just like, okay. Uh... So I don't know why I did this, but I kept trying to walk into the door. <laughs> I kept walking. Invested. I was like, maybe if I show enough confidence, I could just get in through this door. But there was a guy there who's like, hey man, like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I'm just, I have a ticket. I don't know. The guy pointed me over. His, oh no, the entrance is over there. As I'm walking down the steps, I make eye contact with Sammy and I'm like, good luck tonight. He's like, thanks. And I feel like I was part of the reason this match was so great. <laughs> it all makes sense. No, but it, 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 I joke and I kid, but it was like a really like no, surreal moment. Cool, and it's like, would that have happened if I was with you guys? Like, would I have been so lost? You wouldn't have been that lost. Yeah. No, because you would have been like, we're not going in that door. There's nobody, no, yeah, there's I, nobody I'm going you, in that I'm door. I'm usually the one who's like, no, no. it's uh, like <laughs> See, and in situations like that, I am very much a follower. Yeah. So you, it might have happened if you were it, it you def, if, if it was me and but you. what would you I have done? I would have kept walking, too. Yeah. I would have been like, yeah. It's been a while, damn it. <laughs> he's, he's back from the dead. But it's amazing. How Look like, at him. He's a twin. Oh my like, God, we got to sign him. I've convinced myself that I could have just hung out for another five yeah. minutes and just started talking and no one would know that I wasn't part of they the show. They would think you're just part of the production staff or yeah. part of the ring crew or something. Because I don't think I don't think I was, I think part of the reason I was able to get so far, I don't think I was wearing a wrestling shirt. Yeah. Because I don't think I had a wrestling shirt of anyone who's going to be on that show. And you were by yourself and those shows like, yeah. So I, like, yeah. Like, just one single person walking around by himself, not with a crowd, not just like, yeah, you probably didn't appear like a wrestling fan. You probably just appeared like someone who belonged where you were. But I just think about that guy sometimes and I go, man, Thank that you. guy <laughs> might have sent like 15 people the wrong way. <laughs> and you just happen to be there. In my I head, just, I'm imagining I, him doing it just for the fun of it. It's just so, like it's, he's just trolling I know, you guys. It's, but it's so fucking crazy. I'm like, you think about the happenstance of me being that guy at that moment that says to this guy, where's the entrance? And he points to the exact spot where so many people that I like respect and admire are just hanging out outside. And I'm just like, Oh my God. It's like the meeting CM Punk and Monty Brown. Cause it's like, Oh, let's go over to my work real quick. Oh shit. I wasn't working there at the time. That's where we parked. That's where we parked. That's right. Yeah. And it was just like, a, oh, hey, that's CM Punk. Hey, that's Monty Brown. Hey, yeah, Tommy Dreamer. Tommy Dreamer. Like, yeah. What are you guys doing here? Getting some food, I guess. But that was like at a time where like I still was like a fan. Oh, fan. no, you were yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, no, that was definitely. Yeah. We were, I'm still a fan fan, but I'm like, I don't know. I never know. I never know the best way to describe what I am. At you this were point. 18 compared to yeah. 30. But, <laughs> like, but, but, like, yeah, but like I'm still like a fan, but like. I know things like I don't know everything, but I know enough to where like because well, there's still a lot of people that know things and they go away. Well, because technically, yeah. I don't like you're a fan of wrestling, but you also are an insider. You've booked shows, so you can be like, I'm a booker, I'm a referee. The, the, you have I'm trained. The as only a thing in wrestling I never did was wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you, you I'm technically wrestle an official match. You don't know. I mean, yeah, officially yes. But, but I'm like, you has trained many for jobs. You trained for seven years and you've had plenty of matches. Just none of them were in front of a crowd for pay. Yeah. That's literally the only difference. 
And I would wrestle today if I, if I thought my body could handle it, but I have no idea. And I'll never really know, probably. Your body's a cage. We'll see when the day Johnny comes. Cage. <laughs> Johnny no, no. Cage. <laughs> anyway, I might break my neck like Johnny Cage if I went back in the ring. Just watching House. That reminds me. I don't know where it came from. So anyway, yeah. So this was, this was my first experience at a takeover. So this was like the first one I got to go to. I think when we went to San Jose for that mania, they they were they did like a house show. Yeah, and I think coincidentally, I think that was when Kenta did the GTS and WWE for the first time because he had never done it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so the atmosphere at this show is like other than like PWG is something I had never experienced before. Weird. Yeah, it was very loud. Like the way they were for the match that we watched is the way they were for every match on the card like if the Amer- the opening match was like american alpha versus the revival yeah and that match was awesome that was probably the second bit like if i had not picked a match from this show other than the one i picked i would have picked that, that, match. And I that almost, match was great. i started watching that the other day it's so good that match from they the like i just remember like i was so into fucking american alpha at the time gable should he's he's like, I don't think it's like denigrated. He's a great tag guy. Like he should yeah. be yeah. in a tag. He's team. the only thing that holds he, him back is he's so short. He's right. Yeah. He's so but good he's so at everything. Good, like, so yeah. But yeah. Um, so yeah, this match, uh, I, I remember live, like I don't have many experiences anymore. At, like the age I'm at where like, I truly like watch something and like I'm there live and like, I'm into it. Like I'm part of the crowd. Like, when you hear the chants, like I'm part of that. Like usually I'm just like, I clap and I, I respectful bullshit. That's what we all do at this point. We go to the shows. Like, yeah. I mean, but like when, when, when a match can get you like this match got me, got me like, I'm just like, Oh, so I can still really enjoy this shit if it's good. And I always, I know I struggle with that a lot when we were actively working, like in the wrestling scene, like going to shows, I'm like, how much is too, like PWG shows and like how much is too much? But re- sometimes it didn't matter because you fucking reacted th- that way. Yeah, exactly. I remember You're- a match of PWG that we were all there for and Chris was there for too. I think it was like it had something with Ricochet and Steen, and they were just doing all this crazy shit. And I just remember all of us were just getting up off our feet and just fucking screaming and and like that was like and we, that was yeah. when you were in the middle of working and yeah. like it was like a unique experience for us to all still feel like that. So it's possible for it to happen. Yeah. It just is so rare at this point. Yeah, and those are the legitimate moments that make you, like, you couldn't, you could not not react to that. And that's why this match, like, if I had not been there for this match, I don't think it would have been on my Mount Rushmore. Yeah. I still would have thought it was good. But, like, the fact that I was there and saw it is, like, one of those things where it's just, like, and it sucks because I always want people to come with me to these weekends. Yeah. But I'm always, like... I can't guarantee that experience for everyone. Well, like, no. You're hopeful that you'll get that match, but that one I mean, match, yeah. you don't know. But yeah, that's every show. That's not on you to guarantee that. It's, the, it's not, I mean, I guess no, it is want, only WWE want, to guarantee it, but like they can't always deliver. Like I want the people to get the enjoyment out of the weekend that I do. And yeah. like, yeah. I feel like the only time I went with someone was Devin, other than the time we went, which we had a good time. Yeah. But we only really went to two shows and they were both pretty fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but a takeover, like I would really love to go to it because takeovers is different. Yeah. It's a different. The only atmosphere. NXT, I don't know about you, I've seen is the house shows and like, it's not the same. It, I don't get the Yeah. Same. I don't think like, I went to any of the, well, the LA were house shows, but we didn't go to those. 
I think they had a takeover in LA, right? Did they? Didn't they for one of the Survivor Series weekends? But we didn't go. But we didn't, yeah. I but it's know. a whole different, like, that's with every takeover, I feel like you're at least, you have a chance of seeing that one fucking match yeah. that will blow you away. That great, so. yeah. It'd be, oh man, I was there when I saw a great man. Like, like yeah. I luckily, don't, we've seen a couple. So. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think I've seen a match. No, the Gargano Chomp match was good. But I don't think I've seen one since that weekend, other than a, like a couple that's really like made me invested in like the match and the show. I rarely feel that at Mania. Mania is just more yeah. for I want you to go to experience it because it's like a really cool experience. I feel like yeah, I feel like the crutch of that though is kind of worn on me, where it's like I don't even have to watch it every year. It's like oh, it may not be the best show, but it's the biggest show. Well, I don't care if it's the biggest show. I want to see the best show. Like, but you're also not going, so it's also yeah, yeah. Like, if you're going, going maybe exactly. it's a different, different feeling, yeah. a, di- a different vibe when you're in a stadium and. You can, but you have to sit close enough to where you can actually see shit. Yeah. My my experiences where I couldn't see shit have were been, lesser yeah. than the ones where, like, the Orlando one is my favorite because I was so close and I saw everything. Like, if you can hear the ring, yeah, you're sitting close enough to where you and that was another be one able to off, enjoy it. Offered you multiple moments that you're like, hey, at least I have could take that away from it like i was there when the hardys returned that's awesome yes. that was another big that was another moment that i enjoyed um but yeah so i'll go around and ask you your thoughts and you can break it down if you want I'll start the with danny best compliment i could give to the match is that that type of match really makes me want to wrestle again like that's the best because the whole atmosphere the match itself it, it wasn't as uh because I have seen it a couple times uh, previous to this, obviously, but not like 10 times or anything like that. But I thought it was more, I don't know how to put it, but there was more pauses or breaks in the match than what I remember. Like I, I thought it was more sped up towards the end, but that didn't take away from it, like watching it again. Uh, I would say for me, it's a five, all things considered. Like, this is probably the best match that we've seen so far, for me at least, out of the list that we have. It, I would agree with that, but I mean, I I think the part of the match that I liked it was unique. You don't see that style when they were really playing up the oh, this is Shinsuke Nakamura from Japan. He brings the strong style, so they're actually like oh, they're working really stiff. They're snug. Yeah. They're kicking the shit out of each other. I'm like oh, that's part of that Japanese style that I liked. And you literally never see that in WWE. And I did like that Sammy, you could tell with his forearms, like brought it. Oh yeah. And like, see, he, he was playing a very different yeah. guy than the guy who I haven't seen heel Sammy. So he's probably playing something similar now where he's serious. And like, he has that like, Oh, like he's not just kind of goofy and zany Pardon the pun. <laughs> but I mean like, no, yeah, it was definitely, it was a great match, but. I will comment on my one critique being the cleaning up of the blood. Like he's a five-year-old and it's his mommy coming to wipe the blood off of his nose. Yeah, so but that's go, not going go to your play. rating No, it doesn't match, impact the it? rating of the okay. match. It doesn't impact the match at all because it was so quick and it was just, but it reminds me of this period we're living in where, oh my God, like he's got a bloody nose quick, wipe it real quick. I don't think they do it as prevalently anymore. Uh, yeah, they, I mean, they haven't like, been. I don't really watch the WWE product anymore 
So like like we were talking about, I don't know if it was on the podcast or a little before, but if I had to start watching wrestling again, it wouldn't be actively every week. It wasn't going to be Raw or SmackDown. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be I think, said that, yeah. I think we said that last week. Yeah. Yeah, but. but no, it was definitely a great match, and I could definitely see why being there in attendance for it makes it such a special match for you because the crowd itself, too. Those early NXT shows are the last one we saw with Bailey and yeah. Sasha. Those NXT crowds are amazing. You, like, you know this, You don't Adam, get that a yeah. lot. Adam and Keith both, but Sammy is so fucking good. It's just he's one of my favorites of it's all time. Ridiculous. He's he makes everything look so just seamless. Just, the he the just, smallest things just selling. Like so, Shinsuke yeah. will drop the big knee drop, and he like reaches yeah. into his mouth, and he starts like, "Oh man, am I bleeding in my mouth?" Like it's really simple sh- selling, but like he's such a good seller. He's such a good worker. Yeah. I think everything he does yeah. is perfect. Like I, there is very few people. Like I very, very rarely see him do anything that I go. That looked really sloppy. Yeah, I, like, I can't even. He reminds me of this guy I used to see on the indies. Uh, is that Generico? Yeah, I mean, I can, I can see, see similarities. See, yeah. I, obviously, El Generico is now taking care of an orphanage in Mexico. So, respect, respect, respect to him. Yes. Especially during like, a pandemic. That, that's the only other guy I've seen like with that. Like he was wearing perfection. a mask before it was cool. Yeah. So. <laughs> I mean, his only that Generico's only problem was the Spanish. He couldn't cut the promos. He couldn't speak. I Zane, to, Zane's actually a really good. Promo I tried to guy. speak to him once at a PWG show, and he yes. did. We didn't. There was a language barrier. We just did not. We did not connect for the language click. barrier. Yeah. Um. But, but anyway. But his arm drags. His arm drags are incredible. His arm drop kick. His single leg drop kick. kick. Yeah. His little spin thing where he does the arm yeah. drag into it, like the, everything he fucking does. The blue is great. thunder bomb. He makes it look way better than now Daniels. for me. In a way, he's kind of like Christian for me, where he's like, it's just like that's a really good analogy. Comp. Yeah, that comp. guy that just comp. Yeah, yeah, he's just fucking fantastic. He's ne- not going to get the due that he's owed, but put him in the ring with anybody, it doesn't matter, and he'll deliver every time. There's so many people that I'm just like, man, if I were running a wrestling company, like, what do you want? Like, how much money do you want? <laughs> like, if I'm like. I'm over here like you know what I mean like I, I don't think that he'll ever be in AEW because I feel like at this point it's just all about making the money so you can retire someday and why not and, and respect to that because yeah. you've, you've gotten to you've gotten to the, the, the top like you've gotten the highest levels you're going to get most likely like if he goes to AEW like I don't think he's going to be a champion there like I don't think that <laughs> I mean he, he doesn't he, that's why I think the Christian analogy is so apt because like he doesn't seem like that guy who's gonna carry the brand. But he could. WWE. I think he could. he could. And that's the same way you look at Christian. Like when he had that title or opportunity in TNA, he did it and he did it well. So it's like, yeah, could Sammy do it? Yes, but I don't know that he could do it. In, he's so marketable or, from so many different like yeah. levels. Like he's Canadian, he's Muslim, he's is Syrian. Like there's so many different aspects of him that are just appealing to a broader audience. I mean, you, whenever you get those Canadian stars, whenever him and Steen go back to Canada for those shows, those crowds are freaking so over for those two. And I'm like, yeah, like it's you, you'll do it with gender. You'll give him a belt to like, see what he's like with the Indian market. <laughs> the match that Sammy had with Cena when he debuted, when he was just cold, no, yeah. no, no build up, just blew out Bret his Hart, shoulder. Yeah, too, Bret right? Hart comes yeah. out, introduces him. Sami Zayn, the crowd goes fucking. That was an awesome, nuts. awesome moment. That was a great moment, and then like 
Unfortunately, he got hurt after that. Celebrating so, so goddamn hard. <laughs> like, just doing the thing he does in his entrance yeah. all the time. And then it's just weird. Like, and then he's had a couple of freak things like that where he's gotten injured. So, but I will give the match a five as well. Yeah. I want to say it's Keith. What did you say? What was your points thing? Oh, oh rating. no, I I agreed. I said five. Yeah, no, I agreed. Yeah, I was gonna say it's it's not as good as I thought it would be, but it's still fantastic. It's still a five, if that makes any sense. I had only like, seen it once before, yeah. and it was pretty much exactly like I remembered it. Like the only time I've liked Shinsuke. Like that. Yeah. <laughs> I've never, I've not seen another. He had both his matches with AJ that I thought would like come the closest to that. And I'm like, I just haven't seen it yet. Yeah. I was really hoping when the AJ match for at mania mania, they did another one, I yeah. think. And I don't think I even saw the, I other saw one. that. And I'm just like, Nope. I just remember that mania. And I was like, all right, I'm going to give him another chance because I had completely fallen out on him. And then the match yeah. happened. And I was just like, it was fine, but it felt yeah. so underwhelming. It was nothing it was like nothing the match they had two years ago Japan. in New Japan. And, it's and, just him, and before the AJ match, it was him and Ibushi, which was fucking incredible. Right. Like, I think that was my introduction to him was versus uh, versus Ibushi, Ibushi at the year before. And look, and the, it, I don't have any problems with a guy who comes to America because he wants to slow down. A little bit, make a little bit of money. Wants to come surf a lot, surf a lot, and do the stuff he wants to do. That's fine. I have I have ultimate respect for you because you've done what you needed to do, and now you're trying to take care of your family. Because very few people in wrestling get to walk away yeah. from wrestling with enough money to where they can live comfortably, and that's what he's doing, and that's okay. But there's a lot of people that still treat him as if he's this incredible like dynamic like yeah. every match is a five star and everyone's holding him back I'm like guys he's it's received not, multiple yeah. opportunities to shine and it's not all WWE's fault no. it's not you can't always blame WWE no. for guys failures he's he's not Yoshitatsu but he's not the Japanese star they're trying to find and will continue to try to find yeah. they keep they keep bringing in these Japanese guys who are in their late their late 30s yeah. and I'm like these guys aren't going to come in no. and nope. be hungry and motivated to be the the top star in the company like they're coming in because they're tired of working the japanese style which is go 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 24 7 365 yep. it burns people up yep. yeah and not on the schedule wise but just the match quality oh, of those guys have fucking crazy is it too. as bad as it's, the everybody's oh, absolutely yeah. when they go on their, their tours, tours but like, then they have like, at least a couple of weeks off between their tours at and least. that's how it used to be was like you would do a three three week or a 10 day tour and then you'd have another two months off or right whatever, you know and that's you're resting in that time but a lot of the bigger tours like say if you're a bigger name like okada like leading up to the big pay-per-view match you're going to be doing a lot of the, tag a lot matches, of this yeah which is their break their yeah. time their off. breaks are those big eight mans yeah. yeah but you can make the same argument for house shows sure. most house yeah. shows are eight man tag yeah. matches yeah. so when people complain about the WWE yeah. style I'm like well they're not wrestling one on one matches every night no so alright so that was that that was my pick of the week that was the second time ever thus far we've all had fives in matches coincidentally both the those first matches one? Sasha and Bailey oh, okay so where does this rank for I know you did the in your Rushmore, but since you have two now that we reviewed, where does this rank and the matches we reviewed so far? 
because for me it's the top. This is my favorite. Match. Yeah, I think yeah, I think this was better than the la- uh, Sasha. And this Bayley, is the but. only match that I would say even came close to the Angle Michaels match for me in terms yeah. of live uh-huh. matches I've been at and seen. Like I remember, like I didn't even care about WrestleMania the next day after this. I was like, yeah. I got everything I needed out of that match alone. Like so everything else is bonus. That everything. Like, yeah. I went to mania and I was like, fuck you. Yeah, let's do this. I don't care what happens at mania. And then mania was like eight hours. Brock and, and Roman. Who cares? It was like, it was an hour <laughs> six of WrestleMania and the rock comes out. I'm like, Oh my God, he's going to go for like 30 minutes. And then we've got a 30 minute main event. I'm going to be here till three in the morning. But like any rock, it was a f- 25 minutes of promo. My, my, <laughs> so, that night, the mania that night, my hotel was literally two minutes from the stadium. Two minutes from the stadium. Right. Mania ended at, say, 1 a.m. I didn't get home until 3. Because I had to walk. Getting out was a pain in the ass. Just so many people. Then I had to get like, food because nothing was open. Because I had nothing hungry. else because I'm hungry and I didn't have any food at the hotel. And, yeah. So. Speaking of which, I can't wait to get Jack's after this. If it's open, maybe. Oh, it'll be open. Um, I, haven't yeah. had, I haven't had fast food in a while, so. I have I've actually cut back considerably this week. I had burgers week. tonight, but I made them. I had Taco Bell See, a once this week, and that's all the fast food. See, I, I did had. too. I had Taco Bell the other day. For no other reason, not my health. Just it's the closest thing. No, well, and we were discussing the other day. Like, I just think about what do I want to eat, and I'm just at that point where nothing. Yeah, there's nothing. I usually cut down on fast food when I get to that point where yep. I. There's nothing that I want. Like, I'm literally oh, just going good. to feed my body. Exactly. When Jack point. in the Box or Taco Bell sounds just as good as a can of Campbell's soup, I'll save the money. See, and I <laughs> never, ever, ever feel that way. Because, well, that's different for you because you have, like, sometimes you probably get food at home. Oh, yes. And get, yeah. but like, there are times when literally. The, all the meals we're eating are fast food. Yeah. Once, see, it's once I start cooking again, I remember like, oh, this is actually pretty good because yeah. I can cook. I just and then I go like, whenever oh, I make burgers, I, don't have I go, to spend why money. don't I go to Jack in the Box <laughs> for burgers? Yeah. No, burger, These burgers yeah. I make are so much better, Steak. and they're the way I want them. Steak, <laughs> like, chicken. See, and that's why I think I have the addiction to it because I've legitimately never been sick of fast food. Yeah, I don't. Like never. That's good. I'm 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 happy for it. And the one thing I never get sick is Mexican, and I'm even yeah. sick of that. Like yeah, it takes like I could eat Mexican almost anytime, even yeah, if really. I, even if I'm tired of everything. Like I can go have a burrito or carne instead of fries anytime. But yeah, if I'm at the point where like even Mexican, I'm like eh, I don't know. Then and I the thing for me is, home. contrary to everyone else, when I eat fast food, I actually feel better. I, like like I because there's yeah. a lot of people that like like because we'll eat it at work or whatever, and they're like oh. I'm, I feel fucking sick or exhausted. I'm like, I feel fucking great. Well, Let's I think go. it's because when I get fast food, how much you get compared to like, if I'm making eggs and hash browns, I'm not making yeah. That's four the other tacos, reason I started. some fries and a hamburger. Every couple, like. <laughs> every couple of months after my fast food binge, I start to feel really crappy, like yep. literally all day long. And that's when I go, all right, time to stop. And this week I haven't really eaten and I feel fine. Like, I don't know like, if you saw my tweet about the uh, thousand pound sister gimmick. Uh, where she uh, gained Don't get me started on this fucking 50 pounds Can I in a ask month you? and I legitimately thought about it like no. I I questioned every ambition I I've had and I'm like I think I want that challenge I think but I think it'd be I'm hard to try for to you. keep this rant really quickly cuz we're already at like sure. an hour and 40 why do people watch this shit 
Uh, yeah. I hate I hate this. Why show, do people it's celebrate it's being that fucking fat? They shouldn't. They, they shouldn't. shouldn't. And it's, it's it's fucking disgusting. Do you know how it's fucking sickening. do you know fuck look at I am a fucking lazy person. Do you know how fucking lazy you have to be to be a thousand fucking pounds or five hundred fucking pounds? I hit the same I hit, I've been to three hundred and fifteen pounds as my highest weight, and I had to literally do fucking nothing. I would have to have Taco Bell and pizza in the same fucking day. Now I won't tell you what I did, but also, when I watch those shows, I get really fucking hungry and I want to eat. Where everyone else, like, <laughs> I don't fucking feel like I went out to rallies right after. I was like, "Damn, I'm ready to go." It's my mom. Watches why are that. different? My mom watches this shit too, and I'm like, "Why do you watch this?" I just I watch know, it because it's, it's on at work. It's interesting. I'm like, look, the more you do this, the more you're giving credence to this like new movement of it's okay to be. A, they it's have, okay to be really. Fat, they have like and it shouldn't be because literally to get that fat, you have to not move at all. Just walking, just living, you burn like a bunch of calories every day. If you, me, and Keith can't get to be that fat and the way that we fucking eat. And, and that, that's my point. So when, when I, when I left Japan and I came back and hurt my knee and I said, okay, I'm not going to wrestle anymore. I stopped working out. We'll say two years, maybe, right. maybe five workouts in two years, which for me is fucking stupid. I can't even imagine that. And so I stopped completely. I literally gained maybe, maybe five pounds in that two years. We'll add another three years to that where I worked out maybe three times a week. Because here's the thing. But half the ass. Way, the way you guys eat, it, it isn't like the way these people eat. Well, no. You, if you be. have three meals a day, yeah. but all those meals are fast food, that's still fine. Yeah. Because you still... You're not gain gorging weight. yourself. You'll gain weight, but you won't go crazy gaining well, weight. Well, I mean, I've actually seen Danny gorge himself. No. But that's another but thing. That, you know, that's that, thing. He'll it, buy five tacos, three quesadillas. But these people two. are like oh, yeah. the people that every hour they're like, I want a snack. Yeah. Oh, now I'm going to have pizza. Oh, after my pizza, I'm going to have some ice cream. Literally a four-course meal for every meal. I'm yeah. like, well, you just and ate like, 12 courses. Now that five you. pounds that I gained is why I could not do that challenge that I set out for myself because I felt disgusting like I and like the match I had with Devin I look back and I'm like I look like a fucking fat fucking pig and it drives me fucking insane, <laughs> insane. where most people would probably go like it's not that it's like the Jericho thing right Yeah. He's so like, many yeah. people are talking shit about Jericho but millions of people would love to look like Jericho right he's not fucking that fucking bad out of shape he actually, abs, he actually so looks better fuck? he actually looks better now but like the Wrestle Kingdom yeah. Okada Jericho and all the people fucking talk shit but look at what they look you know what I mean it's just but I know how I feel like and when I I worked my ass off like training for the Devon match but I looked like fucking dog shit yeah because there's only so much you can do yeah. in a short period of time. and even Japan I look back in Japan when I was in good shape and I'm like I'm a fucking embarrassment and <laughs> I know it's I know it's uh, you know your your own harshest critic, critic and I get right. that yeah. but I say for those shows I'm like what's the fucking point 300 350 400 is that the time when there is no well that's the point i I, I literally walk out of my mom's house i'm like my mom turns this shit on i'm like see ya i don't understand the appeal of these shows other than people like oh these shows are so entertaining like there's nothing entertaining about someone that literally has gotten themselves so fat that if you broke a limb they i'm not even kidding they have to send you to the zoo to do an mri because you are too fat to be on a normal mri machine 
I like, look, I, I'm not skinny. I'm a fat person. I have never really eaten well, but look at but what there's you've a done po- to that point. You yeah. Know there's a I mean? point like, where you'll get to, and you'll be like, Oh, I think I'm, I think, I, will, I think I need to lose a little bit of weight. Never, I, I'm getting too fat. I will never fat. allow myself to be over 300 no. pounds again. I will never do you it. You can't like right now I'm at 275 and that's disappointing because two years, like a year ago I was 250. Yeah. So I've put on about 25 pounds. Hey, our pre pandemic bodies will be back. <laughs> I am I am going to the gym when it reopens because I need something to do. Like yeah. I need even if it's just cardio. Like I need something to do. I remember if you want to come to the gym with me, Danny. Let's go to the gym. I remember we drove I'm, to I'm the gym. We drove to the gym and oh, it's closed. Yeah, it closed oh. at nine o'clock. Yeah. Oh, this anyway. shit. All right, so let's move on. We gotta get, we gotta finish this up. Uh, Keith, what are you picking for next week? Um, I will be picking Mr. Kennedy versus Bobby. No, I'm just kidding. Yes. <laughs> I miss I miss that bastard. <laughs> the worst match we've ever seen. Uh, no, I will pick from Steen Wolf, El Generico versus Steen Ladder Warfare. Yep, we got some stories from that okay. day. We went to that show with Adam Ginsberg. Oh, okay, yep. We got some stories about that day. The first, I think, the first and only time that Adam Ginsberg was mad at Danny. Yeah, we'll leave it at that. We'll, we'll go. We'll go into it. Um, nice tease for nice next tease week. for next week. Uh, Watch it together. We're gonna have to because I don't even know if I have the DVD. Okay, and I got not, it, but I'll, I'll bring if it. If you have it, then it's yeah. probably mine. Uh, no, that one is mine okay. for I'll, sure. Oh yeah, bring it. We'll watch it together. Okay. It's we so far. If the times that you're getting home aren't a problem, then we can just yeah. do this every week. Um, it's not a problem until it's a problem. Yeah, and then it, <laughs> and then after that, we'll try to make it not a problem. We'll just yeah. I did not intend for this episode to go this long because I only had a couple of topics, but we actually. I, I like it when you guys have stuff to say because I feel like I'm not that means I'm not trying to carry the thing along. So I appreciate that. I'll pull my weight. You do my pull your weight. No, you, Danny, you do pull your weight, and so does Keith. It's way harder to pull my weight than he, Danny's, though, because I weigh a lot more. Keith is, Keith, you know, Keith is doing exactly what I want him to do on this podcast. He's present and accounted for. He knows enough to where he can have his opinions, and he yep. doesn't sound like a crazy lunatic. That's all I need from him. Just keep my opinions in check. Like, <laughs> would I like? Would, are there things that I'd like to talk about that have nothing to do with wrestling? Yeah, but you guys don't watch TV and you guys don't watch stuff. That like, could be a separate podcast. Yeah, I don't have anyone to talk about this shit with though. It's just me talking to myself. Like, hey, you guys seen Wandavision? No, yeah, yeah, it's totally great. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah, Marvel. Ah. Anyway, nope. It's an incredible fucking show. There's a market for that though. There is a market for that, but I'm not the person to be doing that. Because sometimes I just don't get shit that comic book fans are like, well, you're dumb. Comic book fans and wrestling fans are equally as stupid. Now, if, there, if there's a, a a market for a straight-laced person who hates comic book shows and movies to do reviews, then we are in. See, the problem is I don't think you guys hate that stuff. I don't just think you guys just never give it a chance. So. Just complete disinterest. Yeah. I guess. But I feel like I feel like if you watch some of them, I feel like you would be more interested I, I in ha- some of I them. I mean, the ones I, I've watched, uh, well, what's the, the one with uh, Paul Rudd, Ant-Man, and yeah, the see, Wasp, I, and I wasn't, yeah, whatever. I, I also think the circumstances Iron in Man. which you watch that were, like, not conducive to you enjoying it. It was you were around people that just annoyed you, so yeah, why would you true. enjoy something when I you're bet. annoyed? Oh, we didn't watch that together. <laughs> no, we did not watch Ant Man and the Wasp. No, together. I don't. I don't. I don't ask you guys to watch those movies because I. It's again. It's like the drug thing. Like, I'll do it. I don't expect you to do it, but I love those things. Um, 
but your kids are growing up, so if there's something, I'm gonna have to watch that shit. No, but if there's yeah. a if there's a movie that you can enjoy and your kids can also enjoy, those are the movies because they have some good ones where you'll actually like them too. You like the Spider-Man movie, right? Yeah, with Michael with Michael Keaton, like yep. that's the kind of the, your kid will enjoy it and you will enjoy it. Like that's the reason to like watch these movies, like the Captain America movies. Yeah, your kids will enjoy it and you'll enjoy it. Before we I got here, I was watching Batman Begins again. Great movie. It's very underrated in the trilogy. It is. It's 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 really good. Uh, very good. Killian Murphy is really underrated actor. Have you ever seen the footage of him auditioning for yes. Batman? Yes. It's, it's so funny. Yep. It's so funny he, seeing him try to do the voice. I'm Batman. <laughs> I'm the Batman. It is pretty funny. Um, all right, so that will do it for this week. Um, thanks to both of you for being here. Thank you. And not making me having to do a Zoom podcast. Thank you again. Yeah, I, he, He's talking to you, not me. I'm always here. Yeah, Keith's I'm going to avoid here. that at all costs. I, I really am. Because I, I would much rather do this in person. 100%. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind doing it. Like, I'm sure sometime there, there's going to be a time when that has to happen, I'm sure. Yeah. But life happens. Mania weekend. No, yeah, it, it will definitely... Oh, no. No. Well... Yeah, well, yeah, you can always it, just change days on yeah. certain will, days too. It, yeah, I don't know when I'm going. If I go, I'm, if I'm going, it's I'm going. 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 I'm going to get that stimulus if, check, yeah, and it's all going to go to that trip. Um, if I go, I don't know because I might go Wednesday, so I can see an AEW taping, or I might go to the following Wednesday's AEW taping yeah. and fly out that Friday. I don't know what I'm going to do yet. I don't even know for sure. Like they haven't. We can always do a recap that next week. Yeah, and it, we could do a Zoom. Yeah. We can do whatever. I don't know how hotel Wi-Fi is, but yeah. we'll see. Anyways, so that's it for this week. Uh, thank you to all who have listened this far in. Uh, we're going to try to cut down the times of the podcast. I think we're going a little too long, um, but that's okay. Right now, we are just trying to gain our footing, and sometimes we're going to go a little long. Sometimes we'll have short ones. This is the beginning of my Always week of podcasts. I was I was going to go the other way with that joke. So good one. But I say it's always long with me because like it's like that compensating thing. Like, uh, oh, is he really long or is he I really short? And I was going to go and I was going to go like with, man, I'm... Team the Hogsman trying to yeah. convince everyone that your penises are big. Right. Listen to the Hogsman every week. Yes. I got a short one. I got a low-key big hog. I'm, I'm not going to tell you because what does it matter? Do I satisfy women is the only question that matters. And the answer is yes. For me, it's definitely no. For me, it's it doesn't really matter. You're there to satisfy me. You know? <laughs> I think I think Danny just broke some big news. He's married with three kids and he's admitting I, he's never satisfied a woman. I just <laughs> that constantly one, let down. Sex is about procreation in their lifestyle, okay? I guess. Uh, it's the end goal. That was a, a very mild religion joke. I don't know. That's <laughs> That's when I know it's time to end this fucking podcast when Keith starts to go the religion jokes. That was very mild. That uh, was, that was safe. This was a mild podcast. It wasn't the worst podcast no. I've ever done. But uh, next week, I can't wait to do another mild or shitty podcast with the both of you. Speaking of religion. Up in horsey heaven, here's a thing. Trade your legs for angels' wings And one
Spread your wings and fly, spread your wings and fly. 